Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. It would appear to be a yearly tradition, a Manning scandal rocking the National Football League. At it again. This time, move over, Peyton Manning. You got some company. You got some company in the scandal department. A Manning Wango Tango style show. Welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. We're back at it again. And, yes, it is not just Peyton Manning that is involved in the seedy world of scandal in the Manning family. And he's got some company in the shame department. Elijah Manning exposed According to a lawsuit, dirty, rotten scoundrel. Dirty, rotten scoundrel. Now, you heard about this? Maybe you were paying attention to the NBA playoffs. You are probably filling out your bracket for the NBA. A lot of brackets going around, unless they're not. But the Giants quarterback has been accused of providing fake game-used helmets. Big memorabilia scandal. Not fake news. Fake helmet 
fake helmet. How dare you? Now, what's my evidence? Uh, this comes from the lawsuit. Eli Manning sent an email to the manager of the Giants, the team manager, asking for helmets that can be passed off as game used to the large giant in the sports memorabilia business, Steiner Sports, based in the New York metropolitan area. So this is the smoking gun, an email, and uh, the New York Post had it, the details on this lawsuit. Elijah Manning and the Giants owner also part of a civil racketeering lawsuit. This is not a criminal situation. This is a, a liable situation financially. And I wanted to talk about it because the court papers go into great detail. They allege that the emails prove that Elijah Manning, current quarterback for the Giants, was looking to give non-game-used helmets to this memorabilia company. And the reason he was trying to do it was because he had an obligation. There was a contractual obligation to give a certain amount of equipment. And rather than just give the equipment, the actual equipment that he used, he's like, I don't want to do that, so I'm going to commit some fraud. That's what it is, fraud. And I'm going to give some helmets that actually were not game-used to this company. Now, in addition... The lawsuit goes into detail. It claims that the Giants failed to produce the Manning to the equipment guy's emails. And the, the, the it did also expose the fact, this is embarrassing, this goes back a couple of years, but Eli Manning's email address, the one that at least he used for this whole exchange, was an American online email. A-O-L. You've got mail. Yes, that's... That's the email account that uh, the Giants quarterback used. Now, this was in 2010, but 2010 is not that long ago. And not many people were using AOL in 2010. You've got mail. Yeah, so we, yeah there it is. That's uh, Look at that, Eli. You got some mail from the, the people that want the memorabilia. And he sent that to the official NFL account, even though, according to the documents, uh, they, they said there's a no-document destruction policy that the Giants have. So there's a lot of legal ease and all that. But Eli Manning turned over. He's the one that turned over the emails that are clearly incriminating. And he did it last week, and now it ends up in the court papers. So let's assume, you and I, that this is all legit. Let's assume this is true, what was in the lawsuit. I think there's no debating that Eli Manning did hand over emails and that there was incriminating stuff in the email. So that part is not really up for debate. The question is, how long should Eli Manning be suspended for? What's the proper punishment for Eli Manning? This is a big scandal. You might not think it's a big scandal. You know, maybe you're a giant fanboy and you're like, I like Eli. Leave him alone. What's wrong with you? How dare you? But how long should he be suspended for this memorabilia a scam? Now, I put a question up on my Twitter feed, and people are voting on that right now, and there's still plenty of time to vote. You can go vote at Ben Maller. Um, And I'm going to give you my answer, but here are the categories that you can vote for. You can say Eli Manning should be suspended for four games, eight games, all next NFL season, or lifetime banishment from the NFL, that this is the death penalty. You are done. You are out of here. No more football. No more. Now, my answer to this question, how long should the shamed Giants quarterback Elijah Manning be suspended, is likely going to surprise you because I'm going with four games. My answer, four. 
And how did I get to the number four? I'll walk you through it. First of all, Roger Goodell has set the standard. The iron-fisted commissioner, the National Football League, Roger Goodell set the standard for punishment. The punishment for situations like this is 25% of the NFL regular season. This is known as the Tom Brady package. You get the Tom Brady package. Now, remember, a couple years back, Tom Brady was suspended for four games. According to the NFL, they called it conduct detrimental to the integrity of the NFL. I consider myself in, in that in that class, and, and Tom Brady is a great quarterback. He's- well, if you are similar to Tom Brady, you're about to get the Tom Brady package, Eli. Now, I would argue that passing off fake memorabilia, committing fraud of game-used equipment, is a much bigger moral violation than anything that Tom Brady was accused of. Clearly, Elijah Manning has an $84 million contract with the Giants. And he had a big contract uh, starting out as a number one pick. This is purely about greed. This was about. And, you know, 2010, Eli, was he making $84 million on the contract like he's got now? No. You know what his salary was the year this was supposedly going down? $6.5 million. Now, if you had a salary of $6.5 million, which doesn't include the signing bonus, that's not exactly chump change. You're not a peasant. You're not eating at the soup kitchen. Right? So... What other reason could there be other than greed? It's immoral. What he did was illegal, and it's conniving activity that he was part of. Uh, And secondly, Elijah Manning being caught red-handed based on the email, the smoking gun email, as it would appear, is not surprising to me. Now, there, there are people surprised by this, and there's a lot of fanboys and those that slobber all over Eli Manning that are trying to rationalize this. They're trying to defend it, but when you take a step back and you look at the Manning family, they've always enjoyed bulletproof status, clean image living for the Manning family, and that's always on the surface. But when you go below the surface of the water, you see the ugly truth. The older brother, Peyton Manning, has been in many scandals, and they've all pretty much been covered up as the patron saint of the NFL, the swell, golly gee whiz, pitch man of America. Life has been one scandal after another. At Tennessee, the trainer, little tea bag action there. Hey, everyone likes drinking tea. Apparently, the trainer didn't want some tea bags in their face, but that's all right. Let's go, insurance and justice. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. Then you had the scandal that got very little attention involving a Colts cheerleader on a trip over to, I believe it was in Japan when the Colts were playing an exhibition game there. And the most recent Peyton Manning scandal. That got completely covered up. The Geyer Clinic in Indianapolis, HGH sent to Peyton Manning's wife the Dark Side documentary, which documented everything and led to the suspension of a Major League Baseball player for the Chicago Cubs for using performance-enhancing drugs. But Peyton was able to dodge that. He jumped those hurdles like an Olympian. And so now Elijah Manning has his own his own problem. And he's got some skeletons, too. Elijah Manning was able to bully his way out of San Diego when the Chargers had the number one pick. He and his daddy got together and like, well, I don't want to play in San Diego. And now we've got this memorabilia scam. And these court papers also revealed, in addition to the AOL email address, that Eli was using a BlackBerry. That's, that's worth an extra game. That might be a five-game suspension. I mean, come on, man. You've got you to advance the times on this. Now, the final word here, 
if if you buy game used merchandise, and maybe you have some, and a lot of this is a big market, the, the secondary market for game used merchandise. Unless you happen to take it off the player on the field and you witness the handover of the merchandise from the stadium uniform on the field to you, the chances are only about 50-50 that it's legit. And there's a very good chance that it's bogus. Now, that said, the NFL has to punish Elijah Manning. I'm going with four games. You've got to protect, as Roger Goodell loves to say, the integrity of the NFL. And the NFL has a gigantic stake in the memorabilia market. And that's a big part of this. The market for licensed, unsigned sports merchandise is roughly $12 billion. Now, the autograph market is at 1.5, but this is not an autographed item. This is $12 billion sports merchandise market. NFL memorabilia, experts estimate, make up 34% of the autographed memorabilia sales. 34%. 34%. It's likely roughly the same for the overall sports mer- merchandise market. If that's true, then that's roughly $4 billion of capital memorabilia sports market for the NFL. And the most sold items are autographed jerseys. Those are the most sold, uh, followed by photos. But the uh, the other stuff, there's a market too. Signed helmets, baseballs, uh, that's about 8% of total sales, followed by footballs and those mini helmets. So the NFL is deeply invested in the sports memorabilia market, and one of their star players just, we believe, has committed fraud against that market. And is this just the tip of the iceberg? The question must be asked, is Eli Manning the, the lone wolf who's doing this? You would think that this kind of thing's going on elsewhere in the NFL and that this very well could be just the, the very beginning of a major scandal involving other NFL teams. And you've got to, as Roger Goodell likes to say, you've got to make an example for the integrity of the NFL. It must be done. There's only one option. Suspend. Edmund Dallas Willie Garcia is with us here on Fox Sports Radio all night long. And Ben, another tremendous night in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Turn your mic up. I don't really want to deal with this. Capitals beating the Maple Leafs 3-2 in overtime. Danny, turn his mic off. He's a show Predators shut out the Blackhawks in Chicago. I'm not kidding, by the way. I'm not kidding. You are horrible at radio. And the Ducks. Turn his mic up. All right. So I asked you on Twitter, I asked you, how long should shame Giants quarterback Eli Manning be suspended for in this scandal? And the answers were, were four Four games, eight games, all season, lifetime banishment. Now, 8% of you that have already voted, and the voting's still going on, 8% said eight games. 8% said eight games. 14% said all season. With 23% of the popular vote, the uh, the listener to the show has said Eli should be suspended four games. That's the one I picked, the four games. And with 55%, 55% of the popular vote, lifetime banishment for Elijah Man. So the people have spoken, and this is a scientific poll. You can't stuff the ballot box on these Twitter polls. So I think we should pass this on to the NFL, and it can be part of their punishment process for Elijah Manning. <laughs> I think that's that's the way to do it. All right, 877-99 on Fox, 877 877- Nine nine six six three six nine. We're also on Twitter at Ben Maller. If you'd like to be part at Ben Maller, 
can be part of the festivities. Well, every action has a reaction, and this one is called Poisoning the Well. Poisoning the Well. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. The Ben Maller Show has been called a show about nothing. However, Twitter is definitely something. Join the Charm Circle and follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can follow me, Eddie Garcia. I'm at Eddie on Fox. Go, King Eddie. Scott the Beta King. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. It's known as poisoning the well, and that is what has happened now that... The Eli Manning scandal, which is in its early stages now that these court papers have been filed and the, the smoking gun email from Eli Manning is in there, the Giants have responded through a lawyer, and they've given their defense to this very, very concerning report about the integrity of Elijah Manning. We'll tell you what they said here in a moment. Right now, though, Jim is in New England on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Jim. What's up, Ben? How are we doing, brother? Jim, if I was any better, Jim, I'd be a Celtic, but not a Boston Celtic because they got to still get through Cleveland to win the championship. Yeah, that's not going to happen, but good for them anyway. Yeah. So, so Eli Manning is not going to get into any trouble from this piece of crap commissioner, dude. You know why? Because he beat Tom Brady twice, and everybody knows the commissioner hates Tom Brady. So he's just going to give him leeway on the situation. Nothing is going to happen, dude. It's no, there's a, a there's little... an email. I, I read I read it. I saw it on my own my own two eyes. There's an email where Eli Manning admits, right? He didn't realize that he was admitting it publicly. The email got out, but he's admitting fraud in the email. You've that got mail. He'll get in trouble through the law before he gets in trouble through the NFL. There's, there's no way. All right. All Watch right. is going to high-five him. He's going to high-five him and be like, ah, whatever. Give, give, him a, so- give him a attaboy. Good job by you. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you. All right. So the Giants responded. They released a prepared statement from some high-powered Manhattan lawyers, because that's who you want to hear for, uh, hear from, rather. And uh, here's what they said. He said, they said, quote, this is the defense of Eli Manning from lawyers representing the Giants. Quote, the email taken out of context – was shared with the media by an unscrupulous memorabilia dealer and his counsel, who for years have been seeking to level a big or leverage a big payday. It's from the lawyers. Uh, the message continues. The email predates any litigation, and there was no legal obligation to store it on the giant server, according to the prepared statement. Statement continues. Eli Manning is well known for his integrity. And this is just the latest misguided attempt to defame his character. All right, so I got three takeaways on this. Number one, the lawyers, if you listen closely and listen between the words, the lawyers did not deny that the emails existed, number one. They also did deny that the emails were accurate, that what was sent to the media was accurate. What happened here, the lawyers are simply saying that the way it's being played out, the way it's being interpreted, it's out of context. Now, you're, you're interpreting it the wrong way, which is not the way that Eli Manning and his lawyers want you to interpret it, which means they are going to try to manipulate when they get to court the judge and whoever else is in the courtroom to buy into their side. That's what lawyers do. And number two, attacking the message is a classic, a messenger rather, a classic red herring argument right they're not saying here that the claims are incorrect 
Instead, they're saying the guy that made the claims is a bad dude. Okay, he might be a bad dude. But does that mean he's lying in this particular case? And and number three, Eli Manning, uh, Elijah, as I like to call him, their claim is he's getting picked on because he's famous. Yawn. (laughs) It's like, come on, really? Uh, Poisoning the well. That is what that is known as, poisoning the well. It's like, oh, well, poor, poor Eli. People are picking on him because of this. And they're you know, saying, well, it's irrelevant. You know, this, th- that part of it, to me, is irrelevant. You either sent the email and you committed it, the, the, uh, the fraud, or you didn't. All right, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We say hello to our NFL insider, the only show in America that has a female NFL insider. Jeannie in Medford is on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Jeannie. <laughs> I'm a doctor. She covers the NFL team in Oregon for Fox Sports Radio. Are you done? Well, no, I'll be done in I've like four been hours. I'll be done. Watching the Raiders and the Chargers fight. I mean, not like mass of uh, yeah. football. And that that relates. No, no, forty-five no, that, years. That relates to, and I'll tell you what she's getting at here. There's, I got to decode this. <laughs> Jeannie's no, relating to the fact that, that Eli over. Manning plays the Raiders and Chargers every once in a while, and so that ties back into the, the topic that we're discussing here, the issue that we're discussing involving Eli Manning. So, Do you uh, know where El Segundo is? No, I've, I have no idea. Is that in, like in Connecticut? No, the American airline, that used to only be women's stewardess. Yeah. They lived in oh, apartments boy. there. And, uh, uh, Jeannie, if this keeps up, I'm going to have Eddie talk about playoff hockey. If you no, keep going like this, I don't. <laughs> I mean, that's just, uh, Jeannie, why don't you take your flight on Continental Airlines or Eastern Airlines, Jeannie? Why don't you do that? Are you kidding me? I'm a pilot. <laughs> I'm sure you are, yes. Well, I designed airplanes. I've never flown. Oh, of course you have, yes. You've designed airplanes. You've done it all, Jeannie. No, you think I'm kidding? You know, a guy sent me a, a picture of you, Jeannie. You, is, you think that's really you? I don't no, know. If this... No, wait a minute. Yeah. The listener sent me an email or a message on social media said it was you. Is he from Medford? I don't know where he's from. He's got like an egg avatar I, or whatever they no, call that now, the egg with shoulders. nobody knows me. Oh, everyone knows you, Jeannie. You're, you're infamous. I keep a low profile. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you do. Yeah. Hey, right. you want to know how Bubby's doing? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, was Bubby the one that went to the game in Miami and jumped up? In the- Wasn't that funny? Hey, my neighbor, she just got home. Congratulations. That's a great from mitzvah. A vacation. It's always nice when you get home. Not from a vacation, though. That sucks. No, she brought me something called a slumber tap. Slumber cap. Oh, boy, that's great. I wonder if there's drugs in this. Oh, probably are. Probably. Oh, well, a lot of, lot of drugs. I man. have chamomile. You should put it in the oven, Jeannie, and smoke it. That's what you got to have it smoke out the house. Then. Yeah. All right. Ben. Yes, Jeannie. What, what's up? You know this. You're old enough. I'm not. I'm a kid, Jeannie. I'm a baby. What are you talking about? The Raiders and the Chargers. Oh, here we go. Back to the Raiders and the Chargers. Oh, my God. Jeannie. Well, no, it bugs me. Go see a therapist. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a shrink. I talk into a microphone about sports. I'm a doctor. That's what I do here. I thought you were a doctor. That's right. You are a doctor, Jeannie. Be 
because I don't. Yeah. I don't. All right, so, all right, all right you're starting. Now, Jeannie, uh, people are asking if you actually listen to the show or you just call the show. Do you actually listen, Jeannie, or do you just call the show? I live the show. How about that, pal? All right, so what would, all right. I was going to ask her a question, but she's gone. But I was going to ask her if she actually heard my opening monologue. Is she still there? Jeannie, are you still there, Jeannie? Yes, oh, the, blow, the dynamite the didn't show, work. Dude. It was a false alarm. Jeannie, let me ask you this. Now, what did I talk about in my opening monologue for about 15 minutes? What did I talk about? Go ahead. Oh, the usual. Yeah. But then when you mentioned. No, what did I, what was the one central thing that I talked about for 15 minutes, roughly? What was it? Go ahead. I'm waiting. I'll wait all night. Go ahead. No, you do whatever you want to do, and nobody cares. But then you mentioned the Raiders. I never mentioned the Raiders. And the I haven't mentioned the Raiders. No. No. Thank you. Another pleasant conversation with Cheney and Medford. That's the Ben Maller Show on Fox in NFL Stars movie debut on hold. In fact, apparently scrapped on the cutting room floor. We'll get to that in 60 seconds. No long commercial break, but first, let's find out what's trending. The Ben Maller Show is coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. And now back to Ben Maller. We'll have the MLB Pick'em coming up later in the hour. We'll get to that coming up in a couple. NFL star, his film debut has been scrapped. It's got to be disappointing when you put a project together and then it does not end up being released to the general public. There's a lot of work that goes in to movie projects, but one of the bigger stars in the NFL, unfortunately, will not see his work end up on, on the screen. So we'll get to that coming up in a couple of minutes. Very rare that that happens. Usually if you make a film, they release it somewhere, but this film's not going to be released. Let's say hello. Oh, we got a guy cashing a golden ticket. Let's go to Cowboy Tom, who's on Fox Sports Radio, and he's next. Hello, Cowboy Tom. I got a golden ticket. I got a golden ticket. Hey, um, you know, I'm at NBA.com here, and I'm looking at the playoffs. Here? Yeah, where are the Lakers at? I want, who are they playing in the first round? Do you see them on there? I'm looking and, for them and, here. And I see in the second round here for the uh, Slippers is Golden State. Yeah. Oh, uh, my. Well, well, maybe not. Yeah, that means another year not getting past the second round? Well, why don't you go to Vegas and bet your life, huh? your, bet your life savings, all $7, and you should oh. bet on the Golden State Warriors to beat the Clippers in the second round. Go well, ahead. Why don't we? Why don't we combine our life savings and I'll go? Well, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm pretty. Good. I'm you good. Sure? No, again, where I want to talk Laker basketball. So, where are the Lakers playing? Where are they? Are they the uh, ninth, you know, the tenth, eleventh, twelfth seed? Where are they? Slippers, how, how many more? How many more teams would have to get into the playoffs for the Lakers to get in? Round. Is it like Chris eight Paul more teams? How many more? Lakers. How many more teams have to get you in? Know, I'm curious. I have no idea. Is it two? Is it four? Is it six? Or is it without, eight? Without making it to I'm the trying, conference I'm trying to finals? figure that out. I don't know the math on that. Trying to figure out the math. When he doesn't make it past the I'm curious again? on the math on that. And, I don't, and, I don't really and, know and about that. And the jazz that. is not exactly close by either. Hey, Ben, I got another question. Well, no, I haven't really answered your first question. 
I feel like well, I need to answer your first question. I didn't really answer your first all right. question. That's, uh, that, that's okay. What, well, you, what oh, I, you, what asked, you, you know, asked a question you didn't want an answer? That's, yeah. It's very rude to ask a question and not want an answer. I mean, you called the radio that's show. You asked the host a question. The way it normally works, the protocols, you ask the question, the host gives an answer. No, I don't like Q and A radio, but that's answer. you gave me a, uh, another question. Well, you were, an you know, you were rude. So you were rude. You talked over me on. as you're doing right now. I gave my answer, but you were talking, so you didn't hear my answer. You didn't hear yeah. my answer. I want to break down the Laker playoff matchup. That's what we should do. To be fair, I mean, I, listen, I, I don't want to be selfish Vince. here. So let's do it. Let's talk about it. Who are they playing? Are they playing Vince, Sacramento Vince. or Minnesota or Dallas or New Orleans or Denver or the Suns? Who are they playing in the in the first round? Ben, I've got my bracket out. I went home. I'm filling my bracket missed, out right now. I missed the fifth hour of the show. How was the fifth hour of the it, show it's, last it's, night? It was wonderful. It was great. I didn't say anything. I was very quiet, uh, and I let other people handle that, and uh, I, I enjoyed it. I think it was a great hour. And uh, not many, yeah, not many downloads huh. on the podcast, though, for that. People didn't download the fifth hour. They, they only got the no, first no four. One... Yeah, I don't know why. Only the first four. And also, four. hey. I have my buddy here that we we listen together here at work. My apologies and, to your buddy. And and no, he likes the show a lot. He'll listen to the yeah. podcast. Yeah, he doesn't like when you call him, but he likes the show. <laughs> anyway, you know what he does when real talk comes on the show? He turns the volume all the way up and takes notes. Wrong. He runs to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> well, might, there are pills for he that. He runs to the bathroom. Uh, you know, there are pills that will take care of that. You can. You can, don't yeah. need no pills. You need to take care of real fake talk. That's yeah. what we need to take well, care of. Again, you, know, you want to like every caller? I like the controversial caller. I think the controversial caller is gold. Like good. Every you want a bunch of toadies to call up? And uh, I don't. That's how we we look at things I differently. I just don't like annoying callers. You're like the most annoying talk. caller that we have. What are you talking Why, about? Yeah. You don't like yourself. You're, you're, you're number one on the pecking order of annoying. You're at the oh, top way, of the- You didn't even give me credit for uh, for uh, oh, here we the go. Uh, trivia question right last night. Dave Kingman. Yeah. You know why I didn't give you credit? You know why? Why? Because I don't care. That's why. How about that? Oh. Yes. Really? Yes. That's Thanks. why. Yes. You don't care about your callers. Yeah. No, I don't care wow. about you. I, I, I care about the genie in Medford I care about. I'm very concerned about it. Yeah. All right. Are you done? Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a bad, bad uh, spring for you. That's Clippers a wonderful lose again. No, it's going to be great. Chris it's going to be one Paul's of the great stories. set a record for, for playing the most playoff games without making it to the conference finals. They'll beat the Jazz in five be games. They beat the Jazz in five. Well, they're not going to beat the Warriors. How do you know that? The Warriors, they're pretty damn good. That's how I know that. Yeah, but you're assuming that but Steph Curry's going to stay butt. healthy and Kevin Durant's going to stay healthy. He's got a bad knee, and that Draymond Green's no, no, not going to get in Durant's trouble. Back. I mean, He's healthy. The, the Warriors He's are no. The Warriors lost to Cleveland last year. I would say last year's Warriors team was more of a sure thing hey. than this year's Warriors team, and they lost in the NBA Finals. So if you can lose to Cleveland, you can certainly lose to the Clippers. No. no. Yeah, no, well, no, no, the Clippers no, just beat no, Cleveland twice no. this year. So yeah, you're wrong. No. All right, you can be wrong, no. but I must move on. You're boring me now. I gotta go. Thank you. All right, there we go. All right, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. And have you ever made something and then never done anything with it? Maybe not a movie or a TV show, but you know, made made a project, maybe around the house, uh, and and just never did anything with it. Well, big news here because the film debut of Vaughn Miller 
has been scrapped. Uh, judge has ruled. Remember that sex tape in Mexico that Von Miller made with that Kim Kardashian wannabe? Uh, well, Von Miller got a ruling in his favor. A judge decided that that sex tape from last year cannot be distributed and the copy must be destroyed. Uh, that's that's from a courtroom in Los Angeles. They made the announcement this week, and it took many, many months there, but they decided that no, 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 no. Now, the, the woman, the uh, floozy? How should we call What should we describe? Groupie? I don't know. What's the proper term? Both of those are uh, okay. accurate. I don't want to offend her, but I believe that would be accurate. I mean, those things are accurate, right? Anyway, so she claims that she owned 50% of the video because – Apparently she did 50% of the work in the video, and she would like uh, she would like that. She also claimed that Von Miller allowed her to record the uh, lovemaking session in, in Mexico, in the hotel there, the resort. It was in June of last year, and Miller responded. He, he had a counter-argument, and he uh, claimed that he did not consent to the video. He argued that the booty model on Instagram was trying to extort him of $2.5 million. So, all right, is this the end of the story? Let me ask you a question. Is this the end of the story? What are the chances that that video pops up? I realize what the judge said. I understand what the judge said, and the, the court has ruled. Do you think that that's the only copy of that sex tape? Do you think that there are other copies of the Von Miller sex tape? Let's start with that. I, I tend to think the way things can be transferred these days, I think there's more than one copy. I saw all the... The copy that was in the courtroom might be destroyed. I'm thinking there are other copies. And I also know from talking to people that work in that industry, professionals, uh, that have told me that it's very easy to go over to Europe. The laws are different there. And somehow the the video gets out. And you can say you, you have plausible deniability if you're this woman. You need ex- extra money. And you can say, hey, you know, I, I, I don't know how this got out. I thought I deleted all the copies. I don't understand. And then you can get paid like in a uh, secret bank account that can funnel you money. The problem with that is that video in America, the Von Miller sex tape, was worth a decent amount of money. But I'm told by my adult entertainment experts that in the U.K., it's only a couple hundred thousand dollars. It's not worth nearly as much as it would be if they could distribute it with the proper marketing in America. Uh, The woman was also ordered to pay... $50,000 $50,000 in attorney fees to Vaughn Miller. What are the chances that Vaughn Miller sees a dollar uh, for those attorney fees? What do you, what do you think? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go uh, not much. So, but The court has ruled. The uh, Instagram booty model cannot distribute the Vaughn Miller sex tape, uh, nor can she let anyone else see it. I'm sure she will listen to the court. Absolutely. Absolutely correct. All right, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We're also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. You can be part of the festivities. Time now for the Who Am I game. Here it is. I am the active player with the most career three-pointers in the NBA postseason. So among all the active players, I've got the most three-point shots made in my postseason career, who am I? Known as the most unique show on sports radio, the Ben Maller Show Facebook page is a must-visit destination on the social network. Like our page at facebook.com slash Show.
Now back to Ben Maller. Well, the MLB Pick'em coming up in a couple of minutes, Daily Fantasy. I'm like the Toronto Blue Jays of the MLB Pick'em here. This has not been a good start. This has been a disastrous start for me, but I will pick it up. As you know, I'm a baseball guy at my core, and I will rise up from the ashes of a bad first week of the baseball season. Time now for the Who Am I game. I am the active player with the most career three-pointers in the postseason. Who am I? That's the question. What's the answer? The guess is coming in at Ben Maller. Lamont is going with Bismack Biombo as the answer. Robbie says it's got to be Damian Lillard. William got it right. Bad job by you. Kay Adams going with Cherokee Parks as the answer. Dennis says Ioannis Cespedes. Keith checks in with Lonzo Ball. According to his dad, he already has the record. That's a good line. I like that. Curious George guessed by Ivinson. Uh, all right, Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? I'm going to go with Ryan Getzlaff. He had a goal and an oh, assist. Oh, come on. In the, Please, uh, let it the go. Ducks, Please, Ducks went over God. the Flames. All right, the correct answer is Manu Ginobili. Manu! And this is very much likely the last time we could say Manu Ginobili is the active leader in career three-point shots in the postseason. Ginobili has 309. I know the Spurs are in the playoffs, but he's a bit player in San Antonio now. LeBron James is lurking like a snake in the grass. LeBron, 287 postseason three-pointers. So if LeBron has a good shooting postseason, assuming the Cavs don't gag in the early stages of the postseason in the NBA, LeBron will likely get enough to pass Manu Ginobili by and become the all-time king. Wheezy J is on Fox Sports Radio, and then we'll get to the MLB Pick'em. I just want to say that um, if the I think the one team if the Los Angeles Lakers were in a playoff series would be would be the Brooklyn Nets. I don't know. Does now the only way they'd really win that is if Brooklyn rested six guys. I think if Brooklyn <laughs> rested six guys, they'd I have a chance. I think they'd have a hard time with Brook Lopez down low. I would say that though. I think it'd be Lakers and six. Lakers and six. Wow. Weezy J, it's great to talk to you again. Weezy's an old school caller, but he's now he's now a man, Weezy J. You got hair on your chest. You're all grown up now. I'm proud of you. I do. I yeah. am. Congratulations. Big, big I'd like step. to say uh the claims against uh, your your man Elijah, I think are I think they're completely false. I think what you failed to mention, and I, I don't think you did your due diligence oh, in I this did. part I absolutely did. is that he's still he's still giving memorabilia to little kids, whether it's fake or not. I don't think that <laughs> okay, a so seven-year-old that's boy not, really that's cares. That's the issue. You know who does? You know who? You know who does care? himself signed it. You know who does care? The hedge fund manager that spent five thousand dollars on an Eli Manning helmet. That's the person that cares. The person on Wall Street that spent their money to buy the merchandise. Oh, that's the one that cares. Also, Ooh, they really got a they really got a tough tough de- a raw deal on life, didn't they? The hedge fund manager going out and buying an Eli Manning we, signed helmet. Weezy, really. Weezy, listen. Let me tell you something right now. Your Uncle Ben here did not do a good job raising you, okay, because you are endorsing fraud. I, n- I don't want any part of fraud. I hate it. Can't stand fraud. You, you're, in, you're supporting fraud. How dare you? Explain the email. Explain it. Explain the email. <laughs> Thank you. Right, let's get to it. Here we go. What happened, Weezy? You stopped talking. I wanted, to, I wanted you to talk more. 
<laughs> so weird to hear his voice. I know. Now. He calls when he was a kid. Uh, now he's all grown up. His it's great. dad. We used to hear his dad yelling to I get know. off the phone. Oh, it's awesome. I'm so happy, Wheezy J. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. It's the MLB pick em. Uh, Who's going first? Quickly. This must be getting pretty boring oh, for you guys. Stop. Stop. Uh, I'm going to be going first because I uh, won again. Yeah, huh? Uh, Hoops on a roll, man. With the first pick, Hurry up. Mike Trout. Boring. Uh-huh. Eddie. Marcel Ozuna. Danny G. <laughs> George Springer. Oh. All right. My da- guy. Uh, Daniel Murphy and Francisco Lindor. Danny. Giancarlo Stanton, or as we know him in Sherman Oaks, Mike Stanton. Eddie. Nomar Mazzara. Who? Uh, cool. plays for the Rangers. Back to back. Oh, that's perfect. Far as, far that leaves you know. me Yoenis Cespedes got, hurry up. and Matt Kemp. Eddie. Will Myers. Danny. Nolan Arenado. As Drupal Cabrera for the win from the Metropolitans. You can call it the silence before the storm of the NBA playoffs. Begins on Saturday and a bold proclamation. But was it all that bold? And has it been walked back for the first round of the NBA playoffs? Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you. 15% 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Here we are at it again in the NBA playoffs beginning on Saturday with a gaggle of games. And this weekend, Damian Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers will be in action, right? They are going mano a mano, head-to-head in the opening round series. Portland getting in as the eight seed and the Warriors, the number one seed, that's the opening round clash of the, not Titans, because we know the Warriors are good, but the Blazers just squeaked into the playoffs. Well, Golden State is expected to bushwhack the Blazers in short fashion, but Portland, at least in a kidding fashion, has other ideas. Now, this story made the rounds this week. Damian Lillard has become Karnak the Magnificent. He was on television. He was asked by a TV personality in Portland, whether or not he would uh, take the Blazers in six or seven. Are you going to take the Blazers in six? Are you going to take the Blazers in seven? That's the question. Asked for a prediction, to which Damian Lillard responded, Blazers in six. And for most of the day on Thursday, you would have thought that Damian Lillard had endorsed North Korea's nuclear policy. Oh, I can't believe he said that. Oh, my God. What's wrong with Damian Lillard? Crank up the social media outrage machine. Nothing better than fake outrage on social media. So I I wanted to talk about this. Now, the two teams met four times during the regular season, and it ended up the way you might expect it to end up. Golden State won all four matches. They played last year in the playoffs in the second round. And the conference finals, uh, that was uh, five games. Five games, so the Blazers got one. There were some close games, though. The Blazers were able to hang punch for punch until late in the game and in several of those losses to the Golden State Warriors. But past results do not guarantee future success. So uh, the question is this. What are the actual chances that Damian Lillard, even if he was kidding half 
half serious, half joking. What were, what were the actual chances that the Blazers stun the NBA universe and pull an upset over the Golden State Warriors? It's actually higher than you probably think. Because if I asked you this question, you would say, oh, no, no, it's 99% that Golden State's going to win, or maybe maybe less, 95%. But it's certainly in that area. I'm going to say that it's a 15% chance that Portland pulls the upset. Right? Pulls the upset. Shocking Golden State. Now, that's not very good. That's a 150 hitter in baseball. But it's better than 1%, and it's certainly better than many people around the basketball world think. And let me explain my my logic behind this. Number one, I would agree that straight up that if you look at these teams side by side, that talent is going to win uh, approximately 99% of the time. The, the, the more talented team in basketball, more so than all the other sports, you can see a team gain great confidence and have this great synergy in baseball and go on a roll. And we've seen teams like the Eli Manning, the fraudulent quarterback of the Giants, get on a hot streak, if you will, if that's even such a thing, but they play with great confidence, and they're able to go on a roll in the playoffs. But in the NBA, generally, if you have the better players, you're going to win. Right? Give an honest effort. Golden State shows up, puts an honest day's effort or night's effort in, they're going to win. So the Blazers are going to need wacky. They're going to need wacky stuff to take place in order to win. Not only are they going to have to out-hustle if that's possible and out-work and out-think the Warriors, hope the Warriors sleepwalk their way through the playoffs, this series anyway, it's going to take even more. Specifically, I'd like to refer to something that we talked about before the NBA season when Kevin Durant joined the Golden State Warriors. I want to circle back around to that. You might have forgotten, maybe you didn't listen back then, many months ago back in October. It was actually even before October when we talked about this. Not only are the Warriors going to need some wacky stuff to happen, like the Warriors sleeping past the start of games, they're also specifically going to need the snap, crackle, pop theory to play out. Not just a breakfast cereal. It's not just a tagline to sell breakfast goods. It is also the way that the Blazers, and anyone else for that matter, can beat the Golden State Warriors in the playoffs. For instance, Kevin Durant came back. Everyone says he's good to go, no problem. Let's say that he twists his knee again. Knee bends the wrong way. He ends up missing some games. And Steph Curry's been known to slip on wet spots on the court. That could happen again. And then Curry could miss a couple of games with a bum ankle. Klay Thompson has been known to get into some shooting slumps. But let's say he goes out and has a bad meal and vomits 14 times one night and can't play in the game. And Draymond Green might go around and kick guys in the nuts and get suspended. So if all that happens, if all those things happen, or only a couple of them, let's say two of those four things happen, then the Portland Blazers will be trailblazing their way into upset territory. Now, the second thing here I would like to address is the feigned outrage by some, not all, but most of it was mocking, but there were some people that were offended by what Damian Lillard said, which I always find amusing, the easily offended crowd which are everywhere, and they're good for business. I shouldn't be upset by this because the people that are easily ticked off are wonderful for my job. Uh, Without that, I would be in some trouble here. So these people that were upset with Lillard, uh, you got to look at it this way. To me, it's a net positive. Uh, It it gets you, you, if you guarantee a playoff win in any sport, but we're talking about basketball here, 
it gets you some extra publicity. And let's face it, you play in Portland, if you're Damian Lillard, you are in the witness protection program. You are a rumor. Even though the games are on TV, you can get the NBA package, and the Blazers occasionally pop up on a TNT or a four-letter game. But this Lillard initial quote that went around and went viral, uh, it's good for your brand to make these kind of guarantees. If you happen to be right, if Lillard is right, then uh, they'll be making documentaries about the guy that picked the upset of the ages 30 years from now. Now, 2047, uh, they'll make a documentary about this. And say, oh, I can't believe it. It's a really cool thing, right? I, and I love these bold predictions. The, the greatest thing ever about bold predictions, and it's a, an old shyster move that a lot of guys use in the radio. It's in the, in the Sports Talk Radio handbook, if you want to be a con guy in sports radio. Uh, is you make the bold prediction, right? You make the shocking prediction. And the reason you make the shocking prediction is because history has shown if you're wrong, the vast majority of people, maybe not you, but the vast majority will completely forget about that prediction. And no damage done, right? And as we often point out here, we are not paid to be correct with our predictions. We, in this this side of the microphone, we are paid to have predictions but to not necessarily be accurate. If we were giving out picks, then we would have to be accurate at least 53 or 54% of the time. Now, the, the bottom line here, it is a good move by Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard to do this, uh, this helps drum up a little bit of extra interest. And I don't know that you're going to watch this series because Damian Lillard said this. The games are still expected to be blowouts in a boat race situation between these two teams in the first round, but I would like to temper. I was going to praise and celebrate Lillard and say that's a great job by him because Lillard then walked back on his initial comments on television and tried to downplay his prediction. He said he was asked in six or seven games, and he said six. It was a lighthearted exchange, Lillard whispering this to reporters, but he did say, with that said, I do believe we can win the series. Now, we can is not we will. I like we will better than we can because we can is like, well, you know, we try really hard. We can. No, we will is we're going to do this. That's the approach that you should have. Now, when I become, when I become an NBA coach, I am going to mandate, going to mandate that my players make public declarations and proclamations that they are going to win playoff series. Now, it, you can't do it all the time, and everyone can't do it at the same time, uh, but if you don't do it, I'm going to put a series of fines in when I start coaching in the NBA, which I think is going to happen a couple years from now. I think there's, there's some teams that are putting feelers out that I could be coaching. Now, I have the Warriors winning this series in six games. My hope is that the Warriors will wear the uh, – the uh, Blazers, rather, will wear the Warriors out. Very physical, and I know the Blazers don't have a lot of big guys down there, although they have, they have more now than they did before. Uh, I would like to see this series be a grinded-out situation where the stars for the Warriors have to play in the fourth quarter to have some wear and tear. So then that sets up a second-round pratfall against the Clippers in the NBA playoffs. That would be that would be the scenario that I'm going for. So the Blazers aren't going to win, but I'm all for the Blazers wearing out the Warriors and making them work much more harder, much harder, I should say, than they uh, than they are supposed to be working. Uh, in this series. All right, it's the Ben Mather Show on Fox. If you would like to be part, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369.
six three six nine. And I, I, I walk a lot, and we'll, we'll bring in Eddie if he wants, as long as he doesn't sabotage the show again. But I, I walk a lot, and I've, I've never done a half marathon or a marathon. I would like to do that at some point. I think it would be a lot of fun. I did my fun? own. Well, just because I walk a lot, and I figure, why not build up to something? I think it would be uh, Jake Warner, who used to work here. Stay awake with Jake. He does some of that stuff. He's done, like, the L.A. Marathon before. My brother, who lives in New York, does, like, the New York Marathon every year. Um, no, I don't want to do the New York Marathon. I don't even know if I want to do the L.A. Marathon, but I kind of think a marathon would be fun. Just to, once in my life. Like the a, word marathon and fun uh, yeah. does not uh, compute with me. Uh, I'm sure it's a great accomplishment if you yeah. can do it, but uh, from people that I've known that have done it, you know, just as just to say, let, let's just, just to experience it once in their life, to say they did it, uh, they have no desire to ever try and do it again. Yeah, um, and, and that might be totally true, and I, I would – just do it so it's a conversation starter. You know, because my wife drags me to these social events. I hate them, and I have to talk to people. So uh, I could say, hey, you know. I don't, I don't see you needing things uh, to start conversations. No, You're very opinionated. Me. No, 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 no. You're a gas bag I, I, and all that. I, I'm an introvert. Listen to me, all right? Uh, I, I, I was at the store. My wife had, like, food poisoning yesterday. and oh, so, that sucks. Yeah, so she's been you know, sick, and I was trying to take care of her. So I went to the store to buy some crap at the store for her. Not actual crap, but stuff at the store that she needs, like you know, products to help you get your energy back and all that stuff. So I'm in line, and one of my wife's friends is there, right in front of me in line, and I didn't even recognize her. She recognized me, right? Of course. I, I'm did long- you even remember her name? I don't. I oh, did not. God, yeah. And I got away with it. I got away with it because hey, I, you, good to see I, you. I, I went. I went home and I said because uh, I, I, she had mentioned. Uh, Another girl, like a woman, a woman who just had a kid, the kid that I went to the hospital to see that I got the, the pulled over because I had my headlights on at the UCLA Ronald Reagan Medical Center. So she mentioned that name. So when I saw my wife, when I got home, I said, oh, by the way, I saw, you know who I saw? I played the whole guessing game thing. I, I wanted to make her guess. I'll give you a hint. She, uh, her, she's the cousin of the girl that had the kid. And then she got it. And I was like, oh. So, but anyway, so I'm I'm having small talk, and I don't like doing small talk in the line at the market. I want to buy my stuff, and I want to get out of there. But I was being polite. I did small talk, and she she so she's saying, "Oh, you got to go to work." I'm like, "Yeah, I work tonight. I'm doing the show, and I got to get out of here. I got to go back and get ready for the show, and I got to put some notes down." And she says to me, "Oh, you do the sports show? I, I don't listen to sports. It makes me fall asleep." <laughs> So, so then I told Well, her, some of our listeners actually feel the same way. So I told my wife's friend, like a childhood friend of my wife, I said, well, you should turn on the radio if you want to go to sleep at night. You can fall right asleep with me on the radio. It's like, it's like sleeping pills. Anyways, By so. the way, to loop back around yeah, here. Yeah, to the marathon. They, I, I no, was, no, no, no. Yeah, oh, to oh. gambling oh. and wagers, because we yes. had, of course, Damian Lillard uh, you know, talking about guaranteeing yeah. and six yeah. and all that stuff. Uh, I've been told by our technical producer, uh, Danny G Radio, yes. that he is prepared to pay you uh, what is he gonna, a wager he gonna, that he lost earlier in the year before the NBA season started. Pesos. The NBA season is officially the regular season's over. Uh, when, when are the, Thank goodness. When are the Lakers in the playoffs. When are they? Uh, well, they're, you, they're, you, that's why he's paying the bill. You bet. know, Magic they're, Johnson they're is going to retool things during the off season, but okay. in the meantime, yes. Big Ben, yes. you won the hundred dollars fair right. and square. Exactly. So when uh, we're going to pause, but then after that, okay. I'm, I'm going to. I need ahead and your give permission, you. Ben, because people are always yeah. demanding Periscope, uh-huh. extra Periscope sure. uh, yeah. content. Uh-huh. Uh, do I have your permission to Periscope this? Well, 
I know you're going to pull a scam on me. and There's no other reason to put it on Periscope. If Danny just pulled out a $100 bill and slapped it on the table, there's no reason to put that on Periscope. So there's obviously a scam that's going on here. You're going to pull a fast one on me. and you're gonna... uh, It's just some Friday fun. Okay. Yeah, you can put it on Periscope. I'm fine. Turn the lights up a little bit. I'll put my pants on. We'll put it on Periscope. And do that, too, yes. I'll put my pants on. So I, I, was go- I just want to bring up the marathon thing one time. The reason I brought that up is because I – do you see this guy, a Notre Dame senior? He does a half marathon. He did a sub-two-hour half marathon, and he drank a beer every mile. He drank 13 beers during the, uh, the two-and-a-half-hour marathon. You think you could still walk? I mean, I, I know thirteen. I guess they're small beers. Maybe you could. You know, it's not too much alcohol in them, but uh, you, yeah. you could be stumbling. I think there's. It's, you could you know stumble over the finish line, but I think you could do yeah. it. You know? Thirteen it depends, especially if you know maybe this guy's a drunk. Maybe it's not. Do you think Genie drinking thirteen beers in two yeah. hours would be that big a deal? I don't. It's a good question. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's great. Uh, so yeah, I guess the guy's a, a former high school runner from uh, New York, and he was in South Bend. Goes to the Notre Dame. And in an hour and 43 minutes, he chugged a Coors Light every mile. He said he was not, it was not a joke. He just, he, this is what he did. So, good for him. Now, I know you're going to walk it. You won't run it. Of course I but won't if, walk it. But if yeah. you were to run it, like uh, our yeah. former friend David Stein did. I would die. Uh, make sure you put something over your nipples. Why are you worried about my nipples? Well, David Stein ran the LA Marathon, and yeah. he didn't know about this. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. And the chafing of the Ooh. shirt on the nipples. It's unfortunate. He had bloody nipples at the oh, end of the other Oh, no! Doesn't that sound like a rock band? Bloody nipples? Like a... Like Possibly. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Don't! All right. Well, Danny G claims he will pay up the bet and will go to the Periscope app, so get that open. And it's Eddie on FSR, right? That's Eddie on Correct. FSR. All right. Eddie on FSR on the Periscope app. You can do that, and a need for brawn. You've got to have brawn. We'll get to that also. We'll do it all. We'll do it next. Friday! Friday! The Ben Maller Show has been called a show about nothing. However, Twitter is definitely something. Join the Charm Circle and follow Ben on Twitter. He is at Ben Maller. And you can follow our executive producer. He is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop de Loop, Justin Cooper, and he's at UH Bronco Fan. Hey! And now, live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Now, next hour, we'll have Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. That'll be next hour on the show. This is the, the most jokes we've ever had submitted. We have a new record. And I'd like to thank United Airlines for that because a lot of United Airlines jokes. So we could do the United Airlines radio roast. We could do that. And I have, I have a, a pretty good number of jokes there. And then I have another uh, four pages of jokes uh, about the show and the stuff that involves with the show. So we have all that. Now, let's get that Periscope app ready. Uh, I don't know what this is all about, but I made a wager with Danny G back before the NBA season. It was actually during the NBA season. I think it was before – uh, before the the people started paying attention to the NBA. It was the first couple of weeks of the season, yeah. Big Ben, yeah. when uh, Luke Walton and the young squad got off to a nice start. Yeah. I think they were 7-3, and three and everyone was super excited in the city of Los Angeles. Yeah. There were stories being written yeah. about the great pros, about how the <laughs> Lakers were back, and it was just wonderful. So uh, get that Periscope app ready. It's uh, Eddie on FSR on Periscope, and uh, I don't know. This is about you. Are you going to come in here? Do you need music yeah, for this? Yeah. Is that... Uh, uh, 
We've turned the lights up, which I don't oh. like. I'm a vampire, <laughs> and I, uh, I need some. No, garlic. we don't need music. But uh, let's music. see. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and uh, turn that extra around? mic in there. I'm turn All right, you, extra you turn the mic on, on, and I'll talk. And this is gonna be very awkward. Danny's taking his headphones out. He's walking around. This is not Tinderoni tips. Normally, when Danny comes in here, it's Tinderoni tips. But Danny is dressed up. He's got his formal outfit on. He's got his Raider memorabilia. And he's got his uh, his Kansas City Royals hat. All right, he's got a bag, a brown bag, now, not a, not a paper bag. It was like a plastic. Now, bag. Ben, the, the bet was that yeah. uh, you know you said that the Lakers wouldn't make the eighth seed, and at yeah. the start of the season, it looked like they they could have, you yeah. know, they could have got I, it was there. Was a terrible bet that I and, made. I and they know. ended the season with six straight victories. So yeah. Yeah. unfortunately, uh, they didn't have that kind of hot streak in the middle of the season. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but it's okay. Magic Johnson is going to fix everything, and uh, no, no, this no, is no, the come heaviest. On. Uh, come on. Uh, now. Uh, <laughs> Payday you've ever well, had in your what, life. What is that? Now come on now. Well, you, you, uh, you're uh, not going. So far, periscope. <laughs> and and uh, I hurt my back a little bit getting uh, well, this into uh, the studio. All right, and uh, what is that? Shout out to my Tinderoni. She painted it. She painted it purple and gold. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> it, it just weighed Ben down to the counter. Wow! Look at that's. Uh... Get a look at this. It's a nice artwork. It's, I so, assume it's, uh, so was I it walk, pennies? I walked, inside the, I walked inside the bank yesterday and asked for $100 worth of nickels. And they told you to go screw out and get out of here? Is that Nickels, really? So you're saying I have a lifetime supply of nickels. Is that what you're saying? Wow. that's uh, I'm so honored, Dan. On how do I open it? Let's see here. And it says. Inspect. I'll verify. Oh, yeah. yeah. It says quality in in. Inspect to verify fifty rolls. Yeah. Visually inspected. Yeah, you realize though, if you ever beat me, now I'm getting pennies. All right, so I'm going to get pennies here. Well, that's very, okay. very and nice. There, you right? see on the on the yeah. the top of this who's box that? Who's that? Who's that? of nickels. That, that so no, that's that's a listener from a from a Laker rally. That I don't want that crap on there. Get that out of there. It says Bill Miller hashtag closet Laker fan. That's not true. Devotion, yeah. true love, uh-huh. truly, madly, deeply pride in the purple and gold. Because <laughs> we all know, Big Ben, that you're really a closet Laker fan. Wow, that's uh, I'm honored. Uh, thank you. Thank now you I, I just want What's to point that? out, Ben. Oh, did, turn your mic off. I, I, just, I don't need you here. No, I just want to pile on. No, no, I just want right. to point out that. I at least gave you paper money. So if we if we ever make any future bets, you can't give me pennies because no, I at I, least gave you cash. I let you off the you pay me eighty one dollars. I let you sing for the other nineteen. Remember you and, and Coop. Let the record show here. I'm gonna move back to my mic. Hold on a second. I'm gonna move back over here. There's Ben walking across <laughs> the, break the table. <laughs> Did you hear that thump? <laughs> no, no, no. But Coop, listen. You what happened with you, Coop? You remember there there was like a poker situation, right? You were playing. Uh, you were. Gambling. It doesn't. It doesn't matter why no. I got the you money. You gave me stripper money. Is what you gave me. You gave me a wad of one dollar bills up once, and it was eighty one of them, not even a hundred. It's oh, better my. than fifty pounds of nickels. <laughs> oh, everyone loves nickels. I'm gonna go to. Can you use these in Vegas? I don't know. They're, they're, I love how they have the nickel slots, but you. Ow! <laughs> oh no! I think. I think that's like. What's that? Yeah, you want to pick oh, it up? It's heavier oh, than 20. I'll hold the camera. Hold on. Here, I'll yeah. hold the camera. Hold on a second. Pick that up there. there it's got to be like 45 pounds. Look at that. That is right? That's look, serious, at that. Man. Right. That's look at that. All right. Look at that. That's Yeah. Look at that. Eddie's working out here. Right? We're on the. Yeah. This is terrible. This is right. great radio. Yeah, all right. Get, the, get out of here, you idiots. All right. Thank you, Danny, for paying up. And I will be counting every one of those nickels.
and I will be making sure there's actually a hundred dollar bills, a hundred dollars in there. But thank you very much. And I would like to dedicate this to Luke Walton. I would like to dedicate this to uh, D'Angelo Russell and Julius Randle and all of the Lakers for their great effort. Without well, their dedication, I would not have won this $100 wage. And we'll all be cheering uh, along with you as your team tries to get out of the first round. Oh, thank can, you. can they do it this time? Laker fans can for Clippers. They do it? Laker fans for Clippers. That's very exciting there. And I'm open now. We were out of bets. If anybody wants to propose a $100 wager, that's the standard wager on the show. Coop, if you want to bet on your Angels, uh, you think the Angels are going to make the playoffs or you want to make a bold bet, we can come up with something. Uh, we'll think about that. Well, so, Ben, you said that the Blazers were going to go six games with the Warriors. I'd be willing to bet you on that. No, I'm not willing to bet $100. <laughs> that was, uh, that's what we call monologue filler is I what see. that is. Right. I am not. Well, too uh, bad. I am not going out for $100 on that. All right, 877-99 on Fox. Uh, thanks to everyone there on Periscope for checking that out. And this is very heavy there, and I will uh, – I don't know what I'll do with it. But I will I will do something with it. I'm, I'll go back into the bank, and I'll, I'll get some money. <laughs> you know, when I loaded that into the trunk of my car before I headed to the studios, yeah. it the hydraulics on my car went down. The back <laughs> no. end of my car – don't like, the the bank teller gets offended if you want to, right? They get upset by it. It was very strange because she had to like push it through this certain window uh-huh. that she they lock and unlock. And okay, it, yeah. So yeah. I think they only usually do that for store owners. Okay, but uh, I explained to her what was going on. Ah, okay, all right. I uh, need some brawn. We'll get to that, and also Mallard of the third degree. All of that in sixty seconds. No long commercial break, but first. Let's find out what's trending. The Ben Maller Show is coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com and get a free rate quote. And now back to Ben Maller. We'll have Maller to the third degree coming up in a couple of minutes. Thanks to Danny G for being a man of his word, a man of honor, a man of dignity. Danny G Radio paying off a bet. That's what men do. You lose a bet, you pay off the bet. Right. No baseball bats needed, no back room in a seedy casino. You lost the bet, you pay the bet up. And uh, so good job by Danny G doing that. And Coop paid up most of his bet, $81. But he, we got him to sing for the other 19, so it was worth it. And that's that's on the archive here at Fox Sports Radio forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Uh, so Ryan Braun could be on the move. Now, the word is the Brewers have engaged in trade talks again with the Los Angeles Dodgers over a trade for the tarnished Ryan Braun. Now, Braun has a no-trade clause, but he likes L.A. He's from L.A., and he's on the short list. L.A. is on the short list of places he would approve a trade. So I wanted to talk about that for a second. The question here is rather simple, and I'm not going to spend too much time on it because we have to get to Mallard of the third degree. But the question is, how interested should the Dodgers be on the Hebrew Hammer? And I get a lot of Dodger fans that listen live and on the podcast. They always, right, we gotta get somebody. We gotta get somebody. They get email me all the time. And usually I'm like, nah, I don't like that guy. I don't like that guy. This time, on a scale of one to ten, if if you were asking me, with ten being the highest level of interest in Ryan Braun, I'm at a three with Ryan Braun. I, I am not all in on Ryan Braun. I mean, to start with, uh, Ryan Braun is past his expiration date. He's 33 years old. The slow decline starts when when you. 27 to 32 is your prime. 33, you start the process. And outside of the steroid era, it's usually a pretty fast decline. Uh, So I'm not even worried about the fact that he's a lying, cheating scoundrel. I can even overlook that to a point 
but can he still hit? If you're going to trade for Ryan Braun, you're going to expect him to hit 30 home runs. Hitting 30 home runs in Milwaukee, a good hitter's ballpark, is one thing. Hitting 30 home runs at Dodger Stadium, which is like the Grand Canyon by comparison to the ballpark in Milwaukee, is totally different. So uh, I'm, I'm not seeing him hitting all the home runs at Dodger Stadium. And in addition, uh, I, I don't really care about trading suspects, young players. That is a renewable resource. I'm open to trading young players. The Dodgers offense, I would agree, needs an extra jolt. They're hoping it's going to be Yasiel Puig, and he's hit some home runs, but he's not been consistent. I know it's only the second week of the baseball season, but the Dodgers would be open to trading Puig. Would you see a Puig-Braun trade happening? Would Yasiel Puig end up going to Milwaukee? Uh, But Ryan Braun's name keeps getting tossed out, and the Dodgers keep getting connected to Ryan Braun He's a big-ticket player. It's not my money, so I'm not worried about it. But Braun's getting $20 million this year from the Brew Crew. He's got $56 million coming up through 2020. So there's a lot of money there. And are you going to get a fair and equal return on investment for Ryan Braun? The history of baseball says no. And you don't want to let a falling star fall on you. I would keep an eye on Toronto as a possibility for Ryan Braun. Right now, though, let's get to it. Here we go. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And we bring in the Coop Dalup. Now, Ben, there have been a lot of surprises early on in this baseball season, whether it's great teams starting off poorly like the Blue Jays or the Giants or bad teams starting off great like the Angels or the Reds. Ben, what's been most surprising to you after these first couple of weeks? Yeah, I'll give you – I got I got two right off the top of my head. Miguel Cabrera, uh, and I don't know how he did on Thursday, but M- Miguel Cabrera coming into Thursday was ranked 195th. I looked it up because I keep picking him in the MLB Pick'em, and Cabrera was ranked 195th in OPS, which is mind-blowing. I know it's only a couple of weeks and all that small sample size, but here's another guy. Miggy is 33 years old. And he's in a very deep freeze situation for the Tigers the first couple weeks of the baseball season. He had, going into Thursday, three measly singles in 28 at-bats. No home runs. Pathetic. And you think the Ryan Braun contract is ridiculous? How about the Tigers? The Tigers gave Miggy Cabrera this massive extension. He's got $184 million tied to his name. He's contractually obligated to the Tigers through the year 2023. Cabrera is the fifth highest paid player in baseball, which is a very nice parting gift by Mike Illich before he passed on. Uh, But yikes, I I would freak out if I was the Tigers and I've got $184 million going to Cabrera and he looks as bad as he looks right now. And then the other thing that I'm going to mention for baseball, the entire Toronto Blue Jay roster. They are garbage right now. This team has played timid baseball from the very beginning. Now, they got enough talent to win the American League East. You can't lose. You can't win, rather. You can't win the the division the first month. You can lose the division, though. I believe that. And it is a collective symphony of of just disaster, self-doubt, Mistakes. It's a it's a, a melody of madness in Toronto, and heads need to roll. And I, I'm talking about John Gibbons, the manager. I would give him to the end of April, which is coming up, 
And if Toronto is still lousy and terrible and showing no signs of life, playing despicable baseball, then I get rid of him. All right, next. The city of St. Louis, the county of St. Louis, and the St. Louis Regional Convention and Sports Complex Authority have sued the NFL and all of its teams for damages arising from the relocation of the Rams. Now, while they are seeking millions in lost tax collections, an NFL spokesperson said, quote, there is no legitimate basis for this litigation. Ben, do you think anything will come of this, or is it just a PR stunt for the people of St. Louis? Yeah, the timing on this is what got my attention. Do things move slower in St. Louis? I don't think they do. I've had friends from St. Louis. I've passed through that part of the country. The Rams have been gone for over a year, 15 months since the Rams said, adios, I'm out of here, I'm going to L.A., and now finally they decide, well, I'm going to file a lawsuit. This litigation situation, right, this is simply to win brownie points for the people of St. Louis, but it's not going to go anywhere. In fact, it's more likely than not, to use legal terminology, that this is going to be thrown out. And the reason it's going to be thrown out, number one, the NFL will counterpunch and they will bring up the facts kind of like this, that St. Louis, in the eyes of the contract, already they've already violated the contract. There were multiple court filings over the last couple of years that St. Louis was in violation of the Rams lease agreement. They failed in that city to maintain an elite-level stadium for the NFL team. And so the Rams, based on the legal contract, had an option of leaving. They could have made it a year-to-year. They were within their rights based on the information that I have. So this lawsuit is not going to go anywhere. And number two, as with most lawsuits, the ones that are going to win are the lawyers. They're the ones that are going to go cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. And I've got no empathy uh, at all for the for the St. Louis uh, sports fan, football fan, because I, I, I know it sucks to lose your team, but – you're getting a taste of your own medicine. You stole the Rams from Los Angeles, from Anaheim, many years ago. And so the, the, this is how the NFL does business. Teams move around the United States and other places. A bunch of carnival hucksters at the NFL. But in this case, they're right. They're going to win. Next. The other day you mentioned the Seahawks signing an LSU track star who hasn't played football since high school. You seem skeptical that he could find success. Yes. Ben, is there anything that you used to be good at that you think you could pick back up right away? Yeah, well, the, the, what's your definition of good? Because um, my definition, your definition, probably. I, I, adequate. Probably adequate. I, I'm, adequ- I, I'm adequate at a lot of stuff. I, I'm marginal. My goal is to be marginal. I want to be the C student. I don't want to be the best student. I want to I be the worst student. I want to be the C student. Well, then let's let's go with above average. <laughs> but I was really good at delivering newspapers because my mom would drive me around. And I was pretty good at that, right? You know, I was, was all right. I played Santa Claus in a local parade last year. That went pretty well. Kids seemed to not realize that I wasn't really Santa Claus. They waved at me and they, or, they ran out or, to say hello or, to me. Or Jewish. Or Jewish, yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't realize I was eating matzo while I was doing this, but uh, that was good. I did TV a couple years ago. I sucked at that, but, I, you know, I – I got a year out of TV, so that was pretty good. That would be kind of fun. TV is so easy compared to radio. You, the hardest part of television is to, like, wear makeup. Like, they have to put the makeup on. That's terrible. You don't get to talk that much on TV. You get paid a lot more money. The money's insane in television. Tell me about it. So Yeah, exactly. So you know that firsthand, Coop. Uh, so I, I would go uh, another swing in the batter's box of television 
would be fun. And I, I would spew cliches, and I'd be you know typical hack, boring television person. I would do it all if they paid me enough. Right, there it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? You pass this edition. That's a winner! <laughs> Woohoo! All right, now we, we will get back to the phone because we'll reopen the phone lines here. If you want to be part of it, 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Now, earlier, to get you ready for the NBA playoffs, we told you the Who Am I game was Manu Ginobili, who's the active leader, most three-point shots. Now it's the Insta Trivia. Can you name the NBA's all-time, not active, but all-time, could be active, all-time career playoff leader in turnovers? History of the NBA playoffs, this person has the most turnovers all-time in postseason play. That's the Insta Trivia. The answer is next. Friday! Friday! Follow our exclusive Reddit page. Find our subreddit, Ben Maller Show, and be part of our revamping post stories and message other P1s. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. So this whole MLB pick a game a day thing that I was promoting, and it's not really going the way I was hoping it would go, so I'm thinking my new strategy is I'll just pick a team I don't like, and then I'll pick them, and I it's gambler's insurance. Like, if I pick the Giants to win every game and they lose, then that's great. I don't feel that upset. If I pick the cheating Cardinals and they start losing a bunch of games, that'd be fine. Or I'm annoyed with the Cubs. Pompous, arrogant jerks. So if they start losing, that would be cool. So I, that, that might be my new strategy. Time now to pay off the Insta Trivia. Here it is. Name the NBA's all-time, not active, but it could be active, all-time career playoff leader in turnovers? That's the question. What's the answer? Ralph, the voiceover guy, is going with Jason uh, Kidd. Jason Kidd. Bob Cousy, guessed by Eek in Minnesota. The Kimball Gathers account says it's Kobe. Tony Romo, guessed by Ivinson. Who else do we have? Tapton Tommy checks in with Shaq. Kobe, guessed by Jonathan in Philly. I guess Jonathan's back listening. He ripped the show yesterday. Uh, John Stockton from Nelson, Trent Tucker from Troy in Seattle. A lot of random names here thrown out. Uh, Sean is going with Russell Westbrook. <laughs> All right, Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? Of course, Ben. Okay. I have to go okay. with Nashville goalie Pecorino in the, the shutout win that over the, Chicago. Can't say that on the air. It's one of those, these seven words. Saves. You can't say that on the air. Yeah. Uh, incorrect. The correct answer, LeBron James. LeBron he, he did it last year. LeBron James set the new all-time record, not only for active, but for all-time NBA players. LeBron was 700 turnovers in his postseason career. He broke the record that had been held by Irvin Magic Johnson. Magic Yay. had the record 696 turnovers in his playoff career. But LeBron's now the king of the turnovers. If you're curious, after Magic, Shaquille O'Neal. Third and Kobe Bryant, fourth all time in playoff turnovers, but LeBron, number one. And if we tell LeBron about that, he will blame us. He'll say, It's your fault. I blame you. You're picking on me. I'm not going anywhere. You can't get me to go anywhere. Really? Well, Kevin Durant talking about his future while his present 
is in the NBA playoffs this weekend. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. The roof on fire. We'll get to that coming up. In a couple minutes. But first, we begin with the NBA. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm going to have to watch a lot of these games on my phone this weekend because I've been penciled in to do certain things uh, around the house and whatnot and social engagements. But uh, it's a one-year, one-year experiment. That's what it's supposed to be by the Bay, right? Kevin Durant's weird science experiment. Can he stay? Will he stay? Or will he go? Arrivederci to the Golden State Warriors and then run off somewhere else in the offseason. Now, the playoffs begin this weekend, as I said, and Durant has given us a state-of-the-contract update. How exciting is that? Are you? Tell me you're not excited. Come on. A state-of-the-contract update from Kevin Durant. Much better than the State of the Union. Uh, now, Durant says that he hasn't thought all that much, hasn't thought all that much about going anywhere. However... He says he wants to re-sign with the Golden State Warriors. He says he does not plan to go anywhere else. The Slim Reaper making that declaration. So I wanted to discuss this for a little bit. Because the question here, what are the realistic chances that Kevin Durant actually does end up leaving the Warriors? I know what he says, but what is actually going to happen? And while... Most NBA pundits seem to think that Durant's going to stick around. There is little doubt that he will stay with the Warriors and sign a new contract. I'm going to go a 40% chance that Kevin Durant actually leaves, which still means there's a 60% chance that he stays. But I think it's a a 40% shot that Durant goes somewhere else. And the reason why, number one, you can't trust Kevin Durant. You can't. He gets a high Pinocchio rating. You remember Durant last season in Oklahoma City said multiple times that he would love to stay with the Thunder his whole career. And then he took the first train out of Oklahoma and skedaddled off to play for the Warriors when they came a-calling. So the fact that he has a pattern of lying or giving a different version of of, of events uh, would lead you to believe you can't really trust what Durant says. So the fact that he says, yeah, he's going to re-sign with the Warriors, he doesn't plan on going anywhere else, that in itself, weasel terminology. Now, why is it weasel terminology? The second part of this, plans, as you know, have a way of changing pretty quickly. When you're a kid, most kids start out, they plan on becoming a police officers, firefighters, soldiers, cowboys, you know, then you, the age of reason comes along, and for many people, uh, life life changes. Your your goals change, and all that. So, you can make plans all you want. It doesn't mean that that's actually going to happen. Let's play a hypothetical game. You want to play a hypothetical game? Let's play a hypothetical game. Let's say that Golden State were to lose relatively early in the playoffs. Let's say they stumble against the Clippers in the second round, or or later on. Uh, against the Spurs or the Rockets, someone like that in the postseason. All of a sudden, that 
tremendous synergy that these Warriors supposedly had and the, the fact they all like each other. Uh, Kevin Durant and Steph Curry, let's just say something doesn't go right here and they're, they're missing some shots and they start stepping on each other's toes a little bit. Does that change Durant's plans? Does he then hit the eject button and says, I'm out of here? I mean, let's also not discount the elephant in the room. And the elephant in the room for the Golden State Warriors and for Kevin Durant, Durant makes more money from Nike than he does playing in the NBA. He's behoven to his sneaker company. When does Big Daddy, Nike, step in? What do they want? And furthermore, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Andre Ugudala, and Sean Livingston could all become free agents, unrestricted free agents, I might add, this summer. So now you would think the priority for Golden State would be obviously Durant and Curry. The issue here is can Golden State keep all of those players? The answer is yes, they could keep all those players. And certainly if they win the championship, they'll be pressured to do that. But to do so, they'd have to go way over the luxury tax, which I have no problem with. It's not my money. And the Warriors are one of the most profitable, if not the most profitable, NBA team going right now. They're killing it in merchandise sales, and they are near the top in every way that you keep track of value for a franchise. But you would think if you had to choose, pick and choose, you would go with Durant and Curry and then let Sean Livingston and Andre Iguodala move free around the NBA. But stranger things have happened. The idea that Durant is in Golden State in itself is a strange thing. So the final word on this, the the odds do say that Durant is likely to stay in Golden State, but you can never put it past him to take off and pivot at the last minute and try to find greener pastures. And you look around, and I would say the Eastern Conference has to be tempted. The Eastern Conference, because if you're going to leave Golden State, why would you stay in the Western Conference? But if you're Durant and you were to look ahead and project what's going to happen after this season, once the playoffs are over, the Eastern Conference would be a pretty nice landing spot. The Cavaliers showing some issues. Maybe Miami for Durant, Washington, the Knicks. Or, knowing how Kevin Durant rolls, He could just team up with LeBron and go to Cleveland and have Durant and LeBron play side-by-side. and might be a little awkward, but maybe that'll take place. It's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Burn, baby. Wow, what's going on in Vegas here, man? This is a big story. Uh, Now, it's a big story for us because we go to Vegas all the time. If you're not like a Vegas person, we're on the radio in Vegas, so you might might know about this. Maybe you don't. Uh, We... We hope everyone's okay. We think everyone's okay. From what we've heard, everyone's okay. But at the Bellagio Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas, one of the largest hotels in the world, uh, there was a a pretty good-sized fire that broke out on part of the roof at the Bellagio. To give you an idea how big, if you've never been to Vegas, how big the Bellagio is, 4,000 rooms at the Bellagio. So one of the, the great hotels of, of humanity, right? And uh, the fire happened about 15 minutes before we started our radio show. So a couple of hours ago, the fire started. It was reported to the Las Vegas Fire Department at about 1046 local time. And they, they tell us that the fire was put out by 11 
8.09 p.m. They had put the fire out. So great work by the fire department in Las Vegas who battled the flames. But since this happened in Las Vegas, which is going to be a professional sports city with the Raiders moving there and the NHL uh, adding a, a team, a franchise for next season, right? The, the, the one thing about Vegas, there are people everywhere documenting everything. Now, everyone's got a camera. I understand that. But when you're walking around Sheboygan, you're likely not recording everything. When you're walking around the Vegas Strip, you got your phone out, you're recording everything. And this has presented, I am told, a very awkward scene at the Bellagio because there's a bunch of video that's come out of the fire on the roof of this hotel, which happened uh, within the last couple of hours. And the the images from this are one, and they're very impressive images. I mean, it's big, pretty big flames and whatnot. It's not just a small little barbecue-type fire. This is a decent-sized fire on the roof, which is on the side. If you're familiar with Vegas and the, the layout on the Strip, it's the side of the Bellagio from near Caesar's Palace, where you like cross the street from Caesar's Palace and then you kind of walk through that corner of the Bellagio. There's a lot of high-end jewelry stores and uh, and and well, anything at the Bellagio is high end. And there's like a little a little place to buy snacks and water, uh, <laughs> right over there, uh, which I might or might not have done on a really hot day. So uh, apparently, the people were recording the fire and there's music going on. Now the Bellagio is famous for their fountains. They have a, a really nice uh, fountain show, which goes uh, every 20 minutes or so, 20, 30 minutes, they have a fountain show in Vegas, and people line up right there and watch the fountain. It's wonderful. I'm sure maybe you've been there. Maybe you've been there a lot and seen it. I've been there a bunch and stopped, and you check it out. It's nice in awe of the water. So people are recording this. There's music going on over the loudspeakers, and the Bellagio is being barbecued, and People are, like, watching this. and, and now, now, Danny, you've observed this. Koopa Loop, you guys have watched this video, right? What are the people doing on the video while the Bellagio is being roasted? Oh, they're having a great time, Ben. Yeah. It's just, so they're, 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 just they, another they, attraction in, in the city of sin. They think it's part of the show. They think, well, I, like, I haven't been to the Bellagio in a while. Have you seen this video, Eddie? Have you seen the video of the, the hotel? I'm watching it right now. Again. I just retweeted it. Yeah. Um, People are it making... is weird because the fountains are going off and the fire is right above. But yeah. my question to you, Ben, yes. is what do you want them to do? You want them to run around I, and scream? I want, them to, <laughs> I want the bucket brigade. I want them to put out the fire. Get a bucket, put out the damn fire. Yeah. Redirect those fountains. <laughs> <laughs> Reaccommodate. <laughs> yeah. So uh, just hey, be... If I just lost some money, I'd be like, burn, you burn down, you <laughs> damn bastards. Uh, how did that, obviously, how did it start? We don't know. You think that was uh, like arson or something like that? I mean, there's... It, uh, rumors are it started in Mark Davis's suite. <laughs> he, was, he was lighting cigars with $50 bills. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. That's uh, uh, Somebody had a good line. Uh, they, they wondered if the Bellagio charged the fire trucks to park to put out the fire. <laughs> no freebies. The answer is yes. You got to pay for that. That's VIP parking right there in front of the Bellagio. Speaking of which, you saw they raised the prices again, Ben. Did they? they uh, did. No, I have not been. What, what is it now? Well, the, the MGM, like for example, at, at the Bellagio, Yes. if you want to stay more than I think it's like three or four hours parked there, so yeah. an all day, it's now $25. $25? bucks. yes they lost their um, mind and uh, caesar's <gasps> caesar's 
properties have now joined in on the fun. Oh, no. Now it really? costs money to park at Caesar's properties. Really? Like yep. Caesar's Palace? I got to pay to park there? Caesar's Palace, oh, Harrah's. Right, we know where Ben is going to be parking. Nowhere. I, I, <laughs> Five uh, miles away and walking. I will be, I will be that would going be a marathon, Ben. With a, with a sun umbrella. Yeah, He's going to park downtown <laughs> no, no. walk to the strip. I will be going to my local Indian reservation casino. That's why I will be, I'll be spending my money uh, there. Wow. All right. Well, we heard everyone's okay, right? I haven't heard any uh, anything other no, than no that. No, no so. All right. So we're allowed to, just in case our bosses are listening to this, and I know they're listening to the podcast, we're allowed to make jokes because no one was hurt. We're good. So. All right. Uh, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Now, here's some exciting news. I could end up having a meal with a music legend. And, you know, why don't I tease this? How about that? I'll te- I want to pay this off on the other side. I just... There's several layers to this story. Right? Several layers to this story. Uh, we'll, we'll do that, and uh, we'll take your phone calls. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. We'll get to that. And also, we need Ray Lewis's statue to move over because there's another statue in the disgraceful Statue Hall of Fame, which is coming to a stadium near you. We'll get to all that. We'll do it next. The Ben Maller Show has been called a show about nothing. However, Twitter is definitely something. Join the Charm Circle and follow Ben on Twitter. He is at Ben Maller. And you can join our executive producer. He is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop Da Loop, Justin Cooper, and he's at UH Bronco Fan. Did I already do him already, Danny? All right. My bad. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's the Prince of Preposterous, Ben Maller. Big Ben's lame jokes. We have gotten all of you United Airlines jokes. We're not going to use them all, but we'll use some of them, and we'll we'll have some fun with that. We we look forward to that. All right, so Ben Maller's show on Fox now. Let's go to Rachel. I'm going to reveal here, though, there's a riddle, and we'll do this in a moment. I want to have a conversation with our friend Rachel. We'll go to the phones. But... A music legend who I might be having lunch with. There's a chance. I'm saying there's a chance I can have lunch with this person. All right. Uh, let's say hello to Rachel, who's on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Rachel. How are you, Ben? Rachel, if I was any better, I'd be a Manning. But not Eli Manning, because he's on racketeering. He's getting uh, busted for racketeering. Oh, I don't know if that's going to fly. My feeling is that poor Roger Goodell, he's got to repair his image. I doubt if he's going to give him more than a slap on the hand. No, no. The people are speaking on Twitter right now, Rachel, and they're saying lifetime ban for Eli Manning. Well, (laughs) no, I'm not laughing. That's what the people voted for. They voted lifetime ban. Well, I tend to agree with them, but I mean. Oh, good. But but Goodell is like the uh, master of the improbable. I I don't know that he's going to follow through. Yeah. Uh, he may give him a suspension, but I don't. I don't think it's going to be lifetime. I mean, he's part of the uh, anointed family of uh, football. I, I doubt uh, if that's going to uh, happen. The first family of football. I would suspend him for two lifetimes. That's what I would do. Two well, lifetimes. Well, you know, you probably are warranted to to have that idea. But uh, yeah. you know, Manning. Um, the the name Manning is just too important in football. I doubt if that's. Oh, gonna he's on his last legs, Eli Manning. He's almost out of the NFL, and Peyton's not playing anymore. So, yeah. Well, let, let's just see what happens. When do you think it's going to happen? Come down, probably. Oh, well, I would, if I was the commissioner, I would do it today. But I think they'll likely wait until the uh, the court decides what's going to happen. So, yeah. which will be of, which will be this summer. Yes. Uh, speaking of court, 
Speaking of course, that that uh, passenger on the United Airlines, the friendly skies of United. That's that's a farce. Um, <laughs> that that man has a has, has a real good case. I mean, based on what I could see on that video, I yeah. mean, discrimination could could well be a, a part of that scenario. Uh, and even I don't know about that. I, I I've got mixed feelings on this because initially I thought he wasn't going to get any money. But the fact that this went viral and the other videos have come out, I mean, he's going to get something. But the main advantage that guy on the United flight has is that United Airlines is going to settle. Like, they don't want this to drag through the court system, so they'll, they'll give him uh, a, a decent amount of money just to make the thing go away. Yeah, I um, understand their stocks have plummeted quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, the CEO even basically stated that uh, that they were at fault. I mean, you know, he's giving yeah. the guy whatever he wants, I guess, to get it out of the, the, the spotlight. Well, I'd ask for $1 billion. That's what I would ask for, at least. Uh, but, but anyway, right, now, now, Rachel, now I, I kept you on hold a while the other night. We didn't get to you. So I'm going to give you a golden ticket, Rachel. I feel guilty about that, and, I, and I'm going to give you a golden ticket. So, Rachel, you get your own golden ticket. Very excited. I got a golden ticket. I got a golden ticket. That's so kind of you, Ben. Yes. Well, thank you. All right. We'll talk next week. Thank you, Rachel. Okay, Ben. Right, be good. Take care. All right. There she goes. She's got her own golden ticket. Can use that next week. All right. So let me see. I got my phone out here because this involves text messages. I will turn over my phone to Roger Goodell if he asks for my phone, but he doesn't need my phone. All right. So this. Uh, let's see if you guys can figure out who this is. All right. This involves a mutual friend, a friend that I've worked with over the years. Good buddy of mine. We're text buddies now. Mostly, we don't hang out. Uh, and it involves a musician. Now, the musician was driving around Los Angeles in a white Lamborghini with red interior. All right? So that's the first clue. So do you have anything on that? A musician, internationally known musician. Internationally known. Worldwide. Uh, anyone you want to guess on that? Kenny G. No. It's not Kenny G. Well, I, I know that in the past you got bumped into by the one and only Justin Bieber. That is correct. Me and Biebs have had a little bit of a bond over the years. We connected. That's a lie. Contact. His uh, hoodie touched my shoulder. Actually, my elbow. Uh, I know it's not the Biebs. Coop, you got anything on that? Uh, is first it clue? Akon? No. Ben, ben doesn't know who that is. No, I know. I was in Star Wars. Right? <laughs> no, what? That's a joke. All right. No, I... It's no, not, it wasn't a joke. It, it is a joke. All right, so it's driving a white Lamborghini is the first clue with red interior. Second clue, smoking hot blonde wife. Smoking hot blonde wife. All right. Anything on that? Dustin Johnson. Dustin Johnson. All right. No, nah, no. Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton. Uh, no. Coop, anything, anything at all? It, it's his current wife or uh, formerly uh, smoking hot? No, Long I life. think it's his new updated wife. I think this is the new updated okay, wife. Okay, I was, I was going to guess Billy Joel, but I guess that's, that's not it. Not Billy Joel. Uh, this person has, I believe, been knighted. Someone that has been knighted. Well, it's not Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not Elton John. Is it Paul McCartney? Uh, no. Hmm. All right, anything else? I'll, I'll give you the answer. Danny, you got something? You, you raise your hand? No? So, so it's a British singer. Well, yeah, pretty, I would say so, Danny. Yeah, pretty yeah. much on that, yeah. Pretty much. Well, he could that. have been born somewhere else, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, pop, rock, the whole thing. All right, the answer is Rod Stewart. But that, you impressed? 
Now, my friend uh, Jay was at Starbucks just down the street from our studio the other day, and guess who showed up at Starbucks driving a white Lamborghini with red interior and his hot blonde wife, Rod Stewart, who happened to sit at my friend Jay's table at Starbucks and drink coffee with my friend Jay. And Jay was texting me while this was going on, and I told him, I said, "Uh, Jay, why don't you invite Rod over to Langer's Deli in L.A.? Because that's where I go get my pastrami sandwiches every so often. I go to Langer's Deli in L.A. So invite him over there. We'll go get pastrami. Still waiting to hear back the answer on that. But he did ask, from what I'm told, whether or not Rod Stewart would want to have a pastrami sandwich with me. And why wouldn't Rod Stewart want to have a pastrami sandwich with me? It's a great deli. It's wonderful. Right? Come on. The number 19. Well, that's the most popular. They, they sell the most number 19s there. But I don't know if I like that, uh, the relish on there. I don't know if I need that. No, no relish for me. So then what I, it was really funny because, so my friend Jay, just imagine, my buddy Jay at a table with Rod Stewart. He sent me a photo of Rod Stewart. He's not lying. Right? He's not lying. Send me the photo. We're texting each other, and I responded. I said, oh, yeah, you think I'm impressed you're at a table with Rod Stewart? So what do you think I sent him back? I sent him a photo of me and Helmet Man. I said, yeah, I met Helmet Man in downtown Los Angeles this week, so screw you. <laughs> and I pointed out he was pushing a silver cart. He had a cart. It was silver interior, and there was no padding in it. And uh, he was he was pushing us, and we we went back and forth. So I'm waiting for Jay to get back to me. I think that me and Rod could be buddies. Right? He's like he's his seventies now. I think his wife is in her thirties or forties, maybe. I don't I don't know. Yeah, what do you think about the oil? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would have been a great icebreaker. That would have been a wonderful icebreaker. And and Jay, this is like this uh, coffee shop he goes to. I got to find out exactly where it is. It's not far from here. He ran into Eddie Murphy last year. At that place. So. All right, anyways, Rod uh, Stewart's wife is 46 years old. Really? Oh, she looks younger than that. I'm looking at some photos here. Did you see uh, Rod Stewart? He's got this mansion in London that is from like the 18th century, right? And he's 72 years old. He's got a kid who's like 11. God love him. So he's, he's got an 11-year-old kid. The, the kid likes swimming, so Rod Stewart wants to dig up the back of this 18th century mansion to build an Olympic-sized pool for the kid. How great, how great is that? He, he, he thinks the kid's going to be like an Olympic swimmer someday, but he has to get this 65-foot swimming pool at this historic mansion in London. Oh, here's some, uh, some paparazzi photos of, of Rod Stewart in the, uh, in the white Lambo with the yeah. red interior. Yeah, you see He's that? In the streets of Hollywood. Aha! Uh-huh. I'll show you the photo he took. Now, Jay took the photo of Rod as they were done and... He was walking away from the uh, coffee shop. <laughs> he took a photo of him walking. It's pretty funny. All right, it's uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. If you would like to be part, well, actually, you know, hold off on that because we got the jokes, all right? So we got the, the lame jokes, and we'll have serious Sean if he wants. He can bat lead off on that. But then we'll have the big uh, lame jokes of the week, the United Airlines radio roast, and then all the other jokes. We'll get to that 60 seconds. No long commercial break, but first, let's find out what's trending. The Ben Maller Show is coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com and get a free rate quote. And now back to the tycoon of tees, Ben Maller. We have Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. The best singers, the best one-liners, which include a mini United Airlines radio roast. 
as submitted by you, all of these jokes sent in by people like yourself who have contributed to the to the program. We thank you for that. Uh, Matt says, I miss Rod Stewart when he was hosting The View in 2020. Did he host the? No, he didn't host it. I don't watch The View or 2020, so I don't know. I think they're saying that he looks like a woman. Oh, is that what... Well, he does kind of look very feminine. <laughs> uh, no, I, I showed these guys the photo. And he is Pat O'Brien level skinny. Uh, he is P.O.B. level skinny, my man uh, Rod Stewart. They, they do have very similar body types. They do. Like, Rod Stewart will live forever. I, that is the perfect – I'm going to die. You know, I'm not going to live that long. But Rod Stewart's going to live forever. That type of body, those little petite – you know, right? You know what I'm talking about. Ben, in that There's photo you showed him. us, he's wearing skinny jeans, and they're loose on him. What's the cutoff, the age cutoff on skinny jeans? There is no age cutoff when you're 72, right? And you're a rock star. When you're a rock star, you can do whatever you want. That's pretty much how that works. All right, uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We'll push back statue talk because we have more pressing business. The lame jokes of the week. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Lame week. Lame week who? It's Big Ben's lame joke of the week. Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Now, should we start with the United Airlines radio roast or build up to the United Airlines radio roast? Because we have a bunch of other jokes here as well. What should we do here? How should we handle this? Let's have a big meeting here. Do we finish with United Airlines or start? I think we should start with it because some of these likely have been used before. So they've been going around, right? I think so. All right. Everyone, no serious Sean this week? All right. No serious Sean. He's out of the show. Let's get to it. Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. He did get his driver's license. Congrats. That's probably why he's not calling in. He's, he's driving around. Congratulations. Joy Congratulations to Sean. All right, we're going to start with the United Airlines Radio Roast. These are all jokes sent in by listeners. We thank you for that, referring to the incident that happened on the flight from Chicago to Louisville. I will read the joke. I will bounce the joke off Eddie, the punchline assassin, will then pass the joke back, bounce, pass back to me, and then I will give you the joke. The punchline. Danny G will then give you the cue. If you hear this. <laughs> Laugh your ass off. You don't hear this. If it's a so-so joke, then you'll hear this. If it's a joke which could go either way, then you need to hear this. Are you Eli Manning? Nope. I'm your worst nightmare. Right. If you're a memorabilia dealer, that's accurate. All right, let's do this. Here we go. Uh, United Airlines, Eddie, believes in magic. Oh, is that right? Yeah, you arrive at the airport as a doctor. You leave as a patient. I don't Harry, know if that's magic. It's from but okay. Harry in Chicago. Well, Philexis in Rochester believes that she could be the CEO of United Airlines. Oh, really? Yes. She said she's overqualified as a drag queen. <laughs> from Kurt from Earth sent that one in. Did you hear that United Airlines has updated their menu? No, I did not hear about that. It just added beet salad to the menu. All right. Not every joke's the masterpiece. <laughs> what kind of peanuts do they have on United Airlines flights? Uh, I don't know, Ben. What kind of peanuts do they have on the United Airlines flights? They are uh, salted uh, peanuts. Yeah. Joe sent that one in. Thank you, Joe. Uh, Chuck Norris flew United once. Oh, did he? Yeah. They reassigned the captain seat. Are you Eli Manning? Nope. 
I'm your worst nightmare. From uh, Andrew, who sent that one in. Why do United Airlines flights take longer? I don't know, Ben. Why do United Airlines flights take longer? They tend to go off the beaten path. <laughs> it's from Harry in Chicago. What is United Airlines' official theme song? They just announced it this week. Uh, I don't know. What's their official theme song? Beat It by Michael Jackson. <laughs> Uh, United Airlines, this is the radio roast of United Airlines. All these sent in by listeners like yourself. We got a bunch of them. I didn't even use them all. Uh, United Airlines, it turns out, is the diet airline. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, they help you eat your meals through a straw. (laughs) 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 That was from, uh, I think Frank sent that one in. Thank you, Frank. Uh, It's Big Ben's uh, Lame Jokes. This is the United Airlines radio roast. United Airlines, uh, they've added even more flights this week. Big news at United, Eddie. Oh, that's good news, yeah. Yeah, they got rid of the red-eye flight. They now have the black-eye flight. Now, that's, uh, that's a new, new wing, only to Louisville. Uh, Coop, you have an offensive United Airlines joke. Is that accurate? Yes, Ben. Uh, All right. Why did Bartolo Colon show up at United Airlines? I, I don't know. Why? Well, you heard they just started serving Chinese takeout. <laughs> <laughs> You get one of these. Racist. That's from, that's from Jeremy. <laughs> Eddie. I, I actually Racist. Got, uh, that is offensive. Uh, he was Vietnamese, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Inaccurate. All right. We stand for accuracy in our lame jokes. How dare you? How dare you? Well, Floyd Mayweather wants a warm-up fly, uh, fight before taking on Conor McGregor, Eddie. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's already booked his United flight. He's ready to... He's ready to go. All right, and the last one we'll use. We got other stuff here. The last one we'll use for this. <laughs> what's so special about United Airlines, Eddie? <laughs> I don't know, Ben. What's so special about United Airlines? <laughs> they reach bruising altitude before takeoff. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll keep it. Thank you all. And I, most of the, there were a bunch of other ones we didn't use. <laughs> Uh, it's Big Ben's <laughs> Lame Jokes of the Week. Uh, here's uh, here's one we got uh, a couple days ago. I think it still applies here. How did Justin Cooper find out he was being promoted by Fox Sports Radio? I don't know, Ben. How did Coop find out he was getting promoted? A boss called him into the office for a blunt conversation. <laughs> it's his favorite kind of conversation. Uh... Well, Eddie, over 7,000 gallons of Mountain Dew syrup mixed with sewage at a Pepsi plant to cause a huge foaming event. Uh, That sounds nasty. Yeah. It was called Heartbreaking by Bartolo Colon. (laughs) All right. Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. What's the difference between a fox and a pig? What is the difference between a fox and a pig? I don't know. About three drinks. About three drinks. Did I say that too fast? I... Kind of. Okay. <laughs> right, that's from Turnpike Bob in Ohio. Uh, what did Tom Brady say when Giselle wanted a, a night to herself? Uh, I don't know. What did Tom Brady say when Giselle wanted a night to herself? No days off! <laughs> <laughs> that's from the Inca Terror uh, who sent that one. And thank you. Uh, there was a tsunami warning last week. In, a, in an Atlanta neighborhood, Eddie. Big in a, news. In a, a tsunami warning in an Atlanta neighborhood. Very odd. Uh, yeah. uh, it seems that Bartolo Colon stepped out of his tub abruptly. 
Coop, you got anything here? It's Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. What's the difference between lesbians and children? <laughs> children shouldn't run with scissors, and lesbians shouldn't scissors with the run. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. it up over here on his own joke. That is a complete oh load God. of crap. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, let's Wait. see. Here. Yes? No one. Did you deliver who played that the that? Right way? Who played that? I didn't touch that. I didn't do it. I don't, I don't. Yeah. Yes, I did. Oh, man. All right. Uh, let's oh. see. No one, no one likes Coop's jokes more than Coop. Sexist. <laughs> Uh, have you noticed that LeBron has been resting a lot lately? I have noticed that LeBron he, has been resting a lot lately. He says he will rest till the Cavs come home. <laughs> and again, from the Inca Terror, we thank you for that. Uh, why was Bartolo Colon listening to this week's Instant Advice Line? Uh, I don't know. Why was Bartolo Colon listening to this week's Instant Advice Line? He heard the topic was Russell Westbrook better stat stuffing. He wanted the recipe. Eric, podcast Eric in Oklahoma City did not go over well. It's Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. Why don't we pause for the cause here, and we'll have more of Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. Coop will get some more jokes ready to go. We'll get ours, get the big finish and all that, and we'll go through as many of these as we can. We thank you all again for submitting these jokes. If you don't keep sending the jokes, the bit goes away. Either that or when our boss finally realizes we're doing it, then the bit will go away. Uh, We'll have more of Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. The Ben Maller Show has been called a show about nothing. However, Twitter is definitely something. Join the Charm Circle by following Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can follow our technical producer. His first name is Danny. His last name is a mystery to most. He plays all the music and most of the funny sound bites on the Ben Maller Show. And you can follow him at Danny G Radio. The head is good, but the hump is thick. (laughs) (laughs) We'll give you $100 in nickels. And now, live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Back to it we go. It's Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. The big finish here. Thank you all for sending the jokes again. We appreciate it. The email address is Show at Gmail. So if you have a joke, send it. You don't have to send it at the end of the week. You can send it. You have a joke on a Saturday, and before you forget it, just send it in. And we'll go through the jokes. We do it every Thursday. Let's get back to it. Here we go. Thursday into Friday. Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. A customer at 7-Eleven tried to buy some M&Ms and trashed the store because his debit card was declined, Eddie. Well, that's very frustrating when that happens, yeah. The NFL said they're investigating Andy Reid's behavior. Never gets old. Uh, a Disney park visitor was arrested for child abuse after she choked a teen girl who blocked her view of the parade, Eddie. Wow, that's that's pretty harsh. Adrian Peterson said, leave my wife alone. How <laughs> dare you. Can't read that one on the air. Do we want to read that one on the air? Uh, why do people continue to use VHS and cassette tapes in this day and age of better technology? Uh, I don't know, Ben. Why do they continue to do that? Can we talk about the Orioles? All right, so you, you realize you're like the only guy left that uses that technology. Yeah, what do you think about the Orioles? That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, from Jimmy the Geek. Thank you for that, Any Jimmy. Any excuse to play that is fine by me. What is Koopa Loop's favorite strategy to win Ben Maller's game shows? Uh, I don't know. What is Koop's big strategy to win those games? Rope a uh, dope. 
Boo. From Jimmy the Geek in Columbus. Coop, you got anything? What do you got? I feel like you got some. You got some? Um, I, I had a couple, but I'm, I'm just gonna I'm gonna okay. hold off on one of them. But okay. I'll tell you this one. Um, so a, a blind prostitute told me that I uh, was the biggest she's ever had. Yeah. And I said you're pulling my leg. <laughs> All right, what Russell Westbrook? What does Russell Westbrook have in common with Bartolo Colon? Russell Westbrook and Bartolo Colon. What do they have in common, Ben? Westbrook happens to hold the NBA record for most triple doubles. Colon holds the record for most triple doubles consumed at Wendy's. So they're triple double kings. That's from Jimmy the Geek. In, Thought he was going to go double doubles. I know bit, he could have done double. Well, Wendy's, I guess, has the triple double. Yeah, uh, why that's do- a regional joke, Eddie. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, why doesn't Coop like Easter? I don't know. Why does uh, Coop not like Easter? They put fake grass in his basket. <laughs> it's from Eakin, Roseville, Minnesota. Anything else, Coop? Are you out? Are you? Uh, that, that's you're it. You're out. All right. I got a few more here. Did you hear that Steph Curry is now under attack from the NBA elite? I have heard something about that, yeah. His wife said he'll be fine. He's wearing his Under Armour. From Josh. Well, Vegas sports books are getting a lot of action on the NFL draft now. And sightings of uh, a few whales have uh, made their way to Vegas. Is that right? Yeah, it turns out it was actually just Andy Reid and Eddie Lacy on vacation. It's from the average Joe in Minnesota. All right, we have the last one. I don't know. I've lost my uh, my train. I got I got one more in front of me here. Yeah, time for the close. What do you get when you combine Eddie Garcia and the Kool Aid Man? Uh, I don't know. What do you get when you combine me and the Kool Aid Man? The Hawaiian Punchline Assassin. (laughs) All right, there it is. Very nice. Thank you all. There were some other ones. I don't know. I got a bunch of papers in front of me. I don't know what happened, but. uh... But a good job by you. And thanks for the uh, United Airlines jokes in particular. There were a bunch of those. And the ones I didn't use on the air, I told my friends. That I, I claimed them as my own jokes. That's how I did it. I am not. I am not pulling a Kobe. I'll explain. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live. From the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. And we're back at it again. Glad you could spend some time with us on the radio this hour. And don't forget to check out our podcast, which is available on iTunes. And give us five stars. Five stars when you review the podcast. So the odds are out. The playoffs getting started. And... The Golden State Warriors are a overwhelming favorite to win the championship. Cleveland also, despite their recent problems, is second. Then you've got San Antonio. Out of that, those are the three teams that are going to win the championship. If you go by the odds, the, the liability, the odds are great for Cleveland, San Antonio, Golden State. So that tells you that the the biggest liability for the casino is those three teams. They want you to bet on the Celtics, the Rockets, the Raptors, the Wizards, and all these other teams because the odds of those teams to win the championship are brutal. In fact, if you look at the West, you've got the Warriors at 5-8. to eight. You've got San Antonio 6-1 to one odds. The Rockets are 16-1. to one. 
And then after that, there's a big drop-off. So you're getting value if you take the Clippers, who are a 50-to-1 shot to win the championship. But that 50-to-1 shot's better than, like, Oklahoma City, uh, 66-to-1. The longest odds in the NBA playoffs, kind of obvious because they're the team playing the favorite, the Golden State Warriors in the first round. The Portland Trailblazers have 300-to-1 odds to win the championship, but they're in the playoffs. Now, one of the players that is on vacation right now who is not going to be part of the postseason festivities is Dirk Nowitzki. The Mavericks eliminated uh, by Christmas from any real postseason consideration. So what does the future hold for Mr. Dallas sports icon? Well, it turns out that Dirk, who's 38 years old now, says he is planning on coming back, or planning the key part of that, he says he'll be back for his 20th season with the Mavericks, which is not really a surprise because he has hinted that he wanted to play 20. It's a big deal to play 20 with one team. However, it's what else, in addition to that, that Dirk said that caught my attention. I don't know if you saw this or you heard about it. You might have missed it. But the big German himself said whenever he does decide to retire up from basketball, say goodbye to the sneaker lifestyle, he will not be doing one of these retirement tours around the NBA. And that is what I want to talk to you about. Now, the question is this. If you are Mark Cuban, the owner of the Mavericks, and you see what's going on around basketball and these other sports with retirement tours, how would you feel? How should you feel as Mark Cuban about this? The word I have is annoyed. The word I have is annoyed. The reason I'm going with the word annoyed is this. A... It's going to hurt the bottom line for the Mavericks. Retirement tours, I can't stand them, but I'm pretending to be Mark Cuban here. Retirement tours are nothing more than a money grab, right? It is a way to slickly put your hand in someone's pocket, into their wallet, and in a devious fashion take some extra dough before the closing credits come on a career. Now, Kobe Bryant and the Lakers, they milked every nickel and dime out of the fans who support that franchise, the historians, during that particular uh, victory lap a year ago. Shut up, Bill Miller! It was embarrassing. It was ridiculous. Uh, David Ortiz, also in Boston, uh, took part in a Red Sox victory lap, and he played the Red Sox fan for a rube and was paraded around not only Boston but the, all, the entire American League circuit. But from a team perspective, these are straight cash homies. It's the greatest marketing gimmick of modern times. But most will fall for the nostalgia trap. And you know that Mark Cuban is a carnival barker. This guy put Tony Romo in a uniform so he could sell a few more T-shirts at the last home game. I couldn't play in the game, but he put him in a uniform. So based on his Tony Romo dog and pony show, it's a safe bet that Cuban would sign off on a retirement tour for Dirk, and that would include all the usual knickknacks, mementos, artifacts that you can hawk involving a retirement tour, T-shirts, the hats, the jackets, the coffee mugs, the keychains, the phone, the phone cases, the bobbleheads, what else, all of it. Anything that will end up in a landfill, in 30 years or less, you can get at these retirement tours. Now, the second part of this, let's take Dirk Nowitzki at his word. Right? Uh, good job by him. Well, I think he is overrated, Dirk Nowitzki. He's good, but he's overrated. Uh, it's a good job by him 
not dragging things out and shoving this down your throat and my throat. Picking the Tim Duncan path instead of the nauseating, egomaniac Kobe Bryant path is the one I would prefer. We need to acid wash these retirement tours. Uh, Enough with the corny, hokey, gibberish. Uh, I've had enough. And in his own subtle way, what Dirk's really doing here by announcing he does not want to take part in a retirement tour is he's taking a jab at Kobe Bryant. Because that was the last retirement tour. So Dirk, by saying this, he's like, I don't want to be like Kobe and be like, oh, look at me, parade around the NBA and get dragged around when you can't play anymore. It was so pathetic when Kobe retired. They even had the Jazz help manufacture that 60-point game by playing Washington General-style defense. It's embarrassing. So uh, that season, the, the Lakers... You know, typical Laker team in this era, they're a lottery team every single year, and they ended, you know, the season ended with balloons, cake, and confetti. Go to hell, Bill Miller. Because it was choreographed and was all premeditated with Kobe Bryant. But this is going to be different in Dallas, and the Mavericks are their second-division team, so they're not going anywhere, and there's no real hope on the horizon for the Mavericks as they try to navigate their way through the NBA regular season. So they certainly could use a little bit of extra publicity. But Dirk, it would appear, is not interested in being the puppet as far as the drama queen is concerned in Dallas. Now, the last thing on this, it is a blessing to be able to play long enough to get to retire, right, to call your own shot. That's a cool thing. The fact that Dirk Nowitzki has carte blanche uh, to do that, he can do whatever he wants in Dallas. He's a decent old guy player. Right, supporting actor in Dallas. He averaged 14 points, shot 38%, I believe, or close to it from three-point range. So this is not a washed-up Kobe Bryant situation where you're watching a player's rotting carcass. It might be next year for Dirk, but it wasn't this past year. So, And, and let me remind you, retirement tours, since I will be now the guardian of sports, the way it's supposed to work in my little dysfunctional world the way that it's supposed to work, you say your goodbyes, right? So that's it. I'm out of here. You go down to your local speakeasy, and you go there with your coworkers. You hang out, and they buy you a couple of beers, bust your balls. You tell some old war stories about what it was like. You rip your boss, and then you go on your way. You do something else. You don't need to get cowboy boots, guitars with your name on them, bamboo sticks, boxes of high-end cheese. You don't need that stuff. It's it's unnecessary. It's, it's annoying is what it is. And it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Uh, so my thoughts on that as we uh, put the baby to bed on that one. Now, I did want to get back and circle back around. There is a pandemic in sports, North American sports, of statues. Statues are in the air everywhere. It's very annoying. Uh, it's very annoying. Now, I'm not against certain athletes getting statues, but you cheapen statues when you give everyone a statue that was halfway decent. And I, I'll give you my theory on why there are so many statues in a second. But the latest person to get a statue, and it's going to be over the top, it's going to be gaudy, it's going to be massive, uh, is someone who should not be on that list of getting a statue. We take you now to Miami, Florida, 
where the Miami Marlins have commissioned what is being described as a larger-than-life Jose Fernandez statue that they're going to put outside the ballpark in Miami. Now, that would be all right if Jose Fernandez had not been negligent in the death of two people snorting coke and getting hammered and going on the boat in Miami. You know, you should not be getting a sculpture when that's how you meet your demise. Is that cold-blooded of me to say? It's like, let's take the kids out to the ball. Look at that. There's a wonderful pitcher for the Marlins who, before he even got to the prime of his life, took a boat, got drunk, operated a motor vehicle, and slammed it into the rocks on Miami Beach, killing two other people. Is that who gets a statue? You could argue that that's as bad as the Ray Lewis statue. Ray Lewis was at the scene and was originally charged with the killings of two people in Atlanta. And then some maneuvering took place behind the scenes and he got out of it. Got out of it. Lied. He did get convicted of that lying to the authorities in Atlanta. And Ray Lewis got the old statue treatment in Baltimore from the the Ravens. So it's just it's it's not surprising uh, from the standpoint. This is the kind of stuff that Jeffrey Loria, the Marlins owner, he's just tone deaf. I guess would be the way to describe it. Just kind of out of out of touch. And uh, listen, I'm not in Miami. I don't live in Miami. And maybe in Miami, people don't care. You don't mind that Jose Fernandez killed two people with his actions, and that's perfectly acceptable. But from where I sit, that's that's a problem. That's that's an issue that. You know, come on, because he was good at baseball. Let's give him a statue. Now, my theory on why there are so many statues, I have a theory on this, why there, there, there's this pandemic of statues. Social media, all right? Because these teams have determined that it's free publicity, right? If you post something on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter and, or Snapchat, and it's from your trip to the ballpark or the stadium or the arena, that's promoting the their brand. If you go to a, know, a Laker game and there's 8,000, it's like a mausoleum, there's 8,000 statues outside, and you take a photo and you put that on your social media, you, you're now promoting the Lakers. Or if you go to Milwaukee and find that Bud Selig statue and have bird poop on it and then take a photo of that, you're still promoting the Brewers. So from, from their perspective, the reason there's been so many, I feel like there's more statues now than ever before for sports figures, and the reason is because they want you to go there and take these photos and put them on social media. It's free advertising. So it's not going to end anytime soon. There's going to be more and more statues. I can't wait till Scott Brocious gets his statue outside Yankee Stadium. That'll be a big day. Is Brett Gardner going to get a Yankee statue? It's coming. I saw some Laker fans. They wanted Derek Fisher to get a statue. Yikes. All right, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Edmund Dallas Garcia is on with us here as we yap all night. And as an olive branch, Eddie, I will not talk hockey until at least the second round of the playoffs, but I did find a hockey story that I found interesting, and I felt like I could share it with you. Was this about the guy in Pittsburgh? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is a wonderful story, and it's a great testament to fandom 
and insanity at the same time. I thought it was pretty awesome, to be honest. All right, so there's a 43-year-old guy. He owns an auto detail shop in the Pittsburgh area. Police discovered this guy on the side of the road bleeding from his head, gushing blood, and it was Wednesday night. Now, Wednesday night, the Pittsburgh Penguins played, right? They played Columbus on Wednesday night. opened up the playoffs. And because of this giant wound on this guy's head, which police believe came from a screwdriver. Do you imagine? Uh, I'm sure that felt wonderful. Yeah. So this guy, this person got taken uh, to, uh, you know, medical attention was given to him. Uh, He needed immediate medical attention. But police claimed that the, the guy who had this giant gash on his head with blood dripping out of it from a screwdriver, the guy in Pittsburgh refused treatment. Now, why did he refuse treatment for these cuts? The paramedics were there. They were on the scene. He he said, "Listen, I'll drive myself to the hospital, but I want to watch the rest of the game." <laughs> uh, I'm looking. At the, have you seen the police report? I have not seen the police uh, report. It's it's pretty good. It's Allegheny County nine one one headline stab wound. Then it gives the address here. Auto detail. Uh, they give the city of the section. Forty three year old male stabbed in the head with a screwdriver. Bleeding has now stopped the actor, the person here, the the owner of the business, uh, refusing medical attention at this time. He said he wanted to watch the hockey game. He'd he'd go to the hospital after. Shouldn't the Penguins give this guy, like, free tickets or something? Or at least like a hat to cover his head, the wound on his head? I think that would be appropriate, yes. Be, uh, Be good action. Now, would you, if you got stabbed in the head with a screwdriver, Eddie, would you stay home to watch the rest of the hockey games? Uh, would you, would you go to the hospital right away? How would you handle? It? Well, it depended on what game it was. I think the opening game of the playoffs, the the Penguins should be around for a little while. I, I would go ahead and go to the hospital. There's more hockey. Uh, you, you would yeah. to be to be watched. Yeah. Do you think this if it's story, like Game Seven of the Stanley yeah. Cup Final? I'll probably watch a game. Do you think this story is true? By the way, like that sounds fake to me. You think know. the cops and the paramedics are all I, in on it? I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm curious. I want to see the guy interviewed. I want to see the hole in his head from the screwdriver. My my BS detector. I'm I'm sensing some BS here. I think our president thinks that might be fake news. It might be. I'm just throwing it out. You say it's true, though. You you believe this. You want this to be. If it was just him, you know, claiming that's what happened, but when you've got cops involved yeah, and paramedics that. involved. But you can doctor. You think anything. he stabbed himself in the head so he could have a good story? Uh, okay. I don't, even, I don't know. I'm just asking. I, it's I'm just kidding. words, folks. That's all it is. Just throwing it out there. But if it's true. It's, it's insane, but good for him. You stab me in the head with a screwdriver, I'm going to get that patched up. So I'm going to do. You're soft. It's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. 877-99 on Fox. If you'd like to take part, 877-996-6369. We will have the Coop Scoop on entertainment. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. Known as the most unique radio show on sports radio, the Ben Maller Show Facebook page is a must-visit destination on the social network. Like our page at facebook.com slash Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. We'll have the Coop Scoop on entertainment coming up in a couple minutes. And Balderdash, is Tyler going to win again in Balderdash? Very cocky Tyler called up this week. 
didn't save his golden tickets. I'm ready. I am ready to do this. I'm going to win. Well, we have someone cashing a golden ticket right now. The Catnapper in the Smoky Mountains is on Fox Sports Radio. Because I've got a golden ticket. I've got a golden ticket. Good morning. How are you doing? I know you're doing great because you are on the radio making lots of money. Rolling in the money. As you know, they pay the overnight guy the most money. That's the way the structure works. Those daytime guys don't get that much. What's on your mind, Catnapper? Well, first, I don't mean to, I don't mean to uh, scoop coop, but uh, you did hear that Tony Romo is going to parlay that NFL gig into uh, starring as a washed-up cowboy in the sequel to Brokeback Mountain. You, you've heard that, right? So the jokes were last hour. How dare you? <laughs> well, you know, I, I didn't get on the computer fast enough. Uh, I do have a, a couple of things for you, though. Number one, I have a new limerick for your golden ticket. It goes like this. I've got a golden ticket. You're behind. I just kicked it. You suck at life, so just quit it. I've got a golden ticket. You like that? No, um, I, I hate that. I thought that was pretty good. That's terrible. Yeah. How dare well, you? Well, you know, well, we try. No, I know. Any, anyways, uh, my next question, I guess, is for Danny G. Is Danny G available? No, he stepped out to have a cigarette. He'll be back in a second. Oh, he's well, he's coming he's coming back in right now. What did I miss? I, uh, nothing. I've, nothing. Got a, nothing. I've got a question for you, Danny G. I got an answer for you, random caller. <laughs> well, listen, uh, I know this is not tenderoni tips night, but I went out on a date for the first time this morning or yesterday morning. Congratulations! My wife and I got divorced. Oh, and. Uh, we went to Starbucks, and, uh, you know, I was sitting there talking to the young lady, and, you know, I was kind of holding her hand, rubbing on her arm. You know how you do when you're talking to a new lady. And as I turned her hand over, I saw a bunch of uh, scar marks on her wrist, and I was like, oh, goodness, what happened? Oh, and no. uh, she said, I got too drunk eight months ago and tried to kill myself. So I don't know. Uh, what, what do you think, Danny G? Is she a keeper, or do we move on down the road? <sighs> I, Good luck on that, yeah, Danny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You you spoke that question out loud, so what do you think? You know what well, I mean? You know, <laughs> Sometimes you just got to say it out loud, and you know the the answer to your own question. Well, it, you know, it, it, it makes me just a little bit nervous to, to uh, yeah. find myself alone with this gal. Maybe she has another bad night at my house, and then uh, yeah. you wake up and things aren't so good besides you in the bed, maybe. So it, you're, yeah. All right, well, listen, the, the good thing is you found out Early, you didn't find out late, right? So you can make that decision right now. But maybe she's a great person. Maybe she's uh, she's fine. She's getting therapy. She's getting some help for that. Um, well, she <laughs> believe it or not, she told them uh, to just patch it up and let her go home when she sobered up. Wow. All right, uh, dump her ass. Uh, thank you. All right. Jeez, right. man, talk about bringing the Friday show mood down. A catnapper. What's wrong with you? You had the limerick thing that was stupid, and then you had that, and now I'm bummed out. Do we even want the Coop Scoop? Or did you, now, Coop, how much time so do you we need? We need the Coop Scoop. How much time do you need? You need a lot of time, a little time. What are we looking at? I, I, I could probably, you know, maybe like three minutes. All right, all right. We'll pause for the cause, which is not really pause. We're not making any money here. We're not. I mean, we're just going to have the what's trending, and then we'll have Balderdash. So if you want to play Balderdash, call right now. 
We'll get the ball to dash, the coop scoop on entertainment. We'll do it all. And but first, let's find out what's trending. Friday! Friday! The Ben Maller Show is coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com and get a free rate quote. And now, back to the curmudgeon of commentary, Ben Maller. We're going to play Balderdash. Golden ticket on the line. Will you get that golden ticket? Will you stop Tyler, who's planning on taking over like a storm surge, taking over the program and dominating 877-99 on Fox. We'll get the Balderdash game going here in a moment. But first, here we go. It's the Coop Scoop on entertainment. Hooray for Hollywood. All right, Ben, before I start on the uh, the premieres for this weekend, yes. I want to go back uh, just a little bit. I, I briefly mentioned this last week. It's a new show on Netflix. It's called 13 Reasons Why. Uh, I started watching the show. I'm about four episodes in. And I just want to give my quick opinion on it if you were thinking about watching it. I would call it a a chick flick TV show. But the characters are interesting enough to where I'm uh, I'm entertained to keep going. So I'm going to continue watching it all the way through. But there have been a number of times throughout the series where there's just a giant eye roll. So that's a long way of announcing you're deciding to watch a chick flick. Yes. How hot is Selena Gomez in it? She's not in it. Oh, which one? She's just, no, she's, oh, she's so just that's a, produ- a fail by She's Danny. just a producer. Oh. Even I knew that. Yeah. I thought she was in it. No. Bad job, no. <laughs> you've, lost, you've lost your at, way. at least she hasn't shown up yet, and I'm four episodes in. But, uh, yeah, I don't think she's in it. Now, premiering this week, premiering today, actually, on Netflix, the second season of the Chelsea Handler talk show on Netflix called Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, I tried watching the first season. Even though I'm a Chelsea Handler fan, yeah. No? Yeah. Uh, You're a Chelsea Hannah. You know, I have a relative that works on her, her Netflix uh, show. But yeah, that, that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. I have a relative that works on that show. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, then. I uh, hate this show. I think the show's terrible. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, mean, then good. Yeah. Uh, also, coming to Netflix today. Now, a lot of you out there are probably huge fans of this. I never got into it. I thought it was kind of weird. But the cult classic 1990s series, Mystery Science Theater 3000 is making its return, and it's coming to Netflix thanks to a successful Kickstarter campaign, believe it or not. So that makes its return, and then... Now, did you use those Netflix cheat codes I sent you? I have not. All right. Yeah, no, I, I have no trouble finding things no, to no, watch. No, 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 listen to me. So I found this uh, on, on the... I think that was on the dark web. I, I found <laughs> a bunch of cheat codes on net on uh, Netflix. You can watch, like, stuff you're not supposed to be watching. Am I, I shouldn't have said that on the radio. No, no, but, but plenty of people What do you mean, that. stuff you're not supposed to be well, watching? Well, it's like stuff that's not readily available. I'll send it to you if you want, Eddie. I'll send it to you. I got it right here. I'll send it to you. You it, want it, it just, It just shows more no, of... No downsell it, Coop. All What's right, wrong with all right, you? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> also, also premiering today on Netflix is another one of those really crappy Adam Sandler movies. Uh, this one is called Sandy Wexler. Uh, it also stars Terry Crews, so that means it has zero chance of being good. And uh, that premieres today. Uh, moving over to some actual decent television on Sunday. Hey, are you going to get to that Beyonce rumor? No. Okay. No. That's a good one. I like it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, this Sunday, premiering on Showtime at like it. 9 p.m., it's a six-part miniseries called Gorilla, and this stars Idris Elba, who is a very talented actor, and also Frida Pinto. 
and it follows a black activist movement during the 1970s London. Also premiering at 9 p.m. on HBO, the third and final season of The Leftovers. If you haven't gotten into this, it's from the creators of Lost, but it's actually one of the best shows on television, in my opinion. It's great if you like sci-fi type stuff. And then also the premiere of the sixth season of Veep, the half-hour comedy that premieres on HBO at 10.30, stars Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Hey, you think Stallone's going to win that lawsuit against Warner Brothers? I do not know anything He's about that. He's suing for some, I guess he got shorted some money from Demolition Man. Oh, yes. I, I, well, that's current. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he's suing right now. It was 1993 movie, he's suing right now. Uh, I'm I saying he was, just figured out he got shorted some money. Uh, it's coming from his production company. But, yeah, I guess he got shorted. The story says the original contract said he was got 15% of the film profits. If it made at least $125 million, I guess he did the math, and he, he's owed some money. Uh, well, that, he's got to get money somehow. I know. This would be like you trying to get money from extra 1350 Big Ben. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that is a Coop Scoop Entertainment. No Beyonce. You left the Beyonce story out. Wow. You don't believe media takeout? What's wrong with you? I I have no idea what you're talking about, Ben. I don't follow Beyonce. No, the media takeout said there. You saw this one, right, Danny? Uh, yeah. The the uh, Russian hackers supposedly stole a sex tape of Beyonce pregnant and sold it on the dark web. Oh, nice. Coop's mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> very excited about this. Uh, do you you believe that? I don't buy it. I'm not. I hope it's true. You know how they Would say. Would that be uh, the most valuable sex tape? You wouldn't pregnant be able to... women are glow. They glow. I, I don't know if oh. Coop, you'd watch that. Coop, oh. Really? I'm I'm sorry. One one last thing. Oh, come on, Coop. we gotta get thing. to the game. Wednesday, Coop. Fargo. <laughs> oh, Fargo oh, no. premieres. Oh my God! All right, great. Money moved to Fargo. All right, let's do this. Here we go. Let's do it. Go ahead, right there. Let's start the game. <laughs> and now. It's just what you've been waiting for. It's Ben's Balderdash. What the hell is this? Formerly known as something we're not allowed to say. Hit it! All right, as Koopaloop lines up our contestants for Balderdash, you need to get ready for the NFL draft. Doesn't matter whether it's a first or a seventh round draft pick, drafting the right player is the key to success. That tall, wide receiver with the arms, the speed, the, the edge rusher that can get to the quarterback. Either one of those players could take a team to new heights. Same goes for your business or department. Finding the right talent makes all the difference when you need to hire. Where do you go to scout talent? You can't find top talent by posting your job to just one job site. You need to post your job on all the top job sites. And now you can with ZipRecruiter. With ZipRecruiter, instantly distribute your job to 200-plus job boards across the web, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with one click. ZipRecruiter then will identify potential candidates, and they'll notify you, and they'll notify them, and then you, of course, about your job in a matter of minutes. Don't get stuck without the right lineup. Discover today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes nationwide. And right now, my listeners, that's you, can kick off your hiring on ZipRecruiter for free. All you need to do is go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Maller. That's M-A-L-L-E-R. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Maller. Try it for free today at ZipRecruiter.com slash Maller. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. Rocco in Boise is going to play. Hello, uh, Rocco. What's going on? You're on the radio. Hey, how you doing? What's up, Rocco? You sound like you're from Bo- uh, Bo- uh, Boise there. 
Rocco. <laughs> yeah. I'm new to Boise. New to Boise. Back. I'm back. Back from the East Coast. All right. Who are you running from? Uh, who are you running from? From the East Coast? Hey, that's kind of my business, huh? I forget just, about it. All right. Forget about it. All right. Very funny. All right. Hold on a sec, Rocco. Uh, what are you doing, in Boise? By the way, Rocco. Other than that voice, what are you? What's that? What do you do in Boise? What do you? I'm uh, self-employed. Okay, that's illegal. Uh, Tyler is our defending champion. Hello, Tyler. Hey, Ben. How you doing? Tyler, I've asked people what they do for a living. If they're, they're self-employed, they say, well, I work from home. I work on the Internet. I do, you know, sales or something. This guy, ah, I work. I'm self-employed. All right, Tyler, yeah. you, ready? You, know, you promised us this week, Tyler, you're going to go on a roll. I'm going to do the best I can. But I also have great news for you since you had a sad caller last caller. Yeah, what's your news? Uh, um, I got to see my uh, second job for the first time today. Ultrasound. Oh, all right. Yeah. Congratulations. That's very cool. Thank you. Mazel tov. All right. Awesome. All right. Very cool. Hold on a sec, Tyler. So we have Tyler and Rocco. Let's get this game started. We're a little late. Coop had to recap everything on Netflix. All right. Uh, the way this works here. Now, Coop, you have a new rule. Is that right? You want to give the new rule before we get started? Coop's adding a new rule. Yes, because I have noticed people taking advantage of the lifeline. Oh, come on. Yes. So if you say, if you call your name and Ben hasn't finished the question, he can only repeat the question to the point where you called your name. Ah, so no more okay. just jumping the gun and thinking you're going to get automatic points for okay. a lifeline. All right. All right. Very good. All right, gentlemen, the categories are category number one, my neck, my back, my neck, and my back. All right. Category two, it's been a while. And category number three, baseball season. All right, let's get to it. Did our friend in Anaheim write these? Uh, yes. He did. All right, thanks to Anthony in Anaheim. Tyler, you're the champ. Where do you want to go? Let's go baseball season. All right, baseball season. Open to both you gentlemen. Your name is your buzzer. You each get one lifeline. Name the Major League Baseball team in this location. This location. All right, $200. San Francisco. Tyler. 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 San Francisco uh, Giants. Yes. All right. Four, $400. The Borough of the Bronx. Rocco. Tyler. Rock, Rocco. Yankees. That's correct. Anaheim. Rocco. Tyler. Ooh, I heard Rocco first. Yeah, Rocco. Rocco. The Angels. Correct. $800. Arlington. Tyler. Rocco. Tyler. Tyler. Rangers. Correct. Right. Baseball season, the category. I name the city. You tell me the team. $1,000. St. Petersburg. Rocco. Tyler. Ooh, Rocco. Florida Marlins. No. No. <laughs> Tyler, you want to steal, Tyler? The Rays. Yes. St. Petersburg, Florida. Got it right. That's Tampa Bay Rays. Let's keep it going here. My neck, my back, my neck, my back. Everyone in this category has a strange injury or had a strange injury. For $200, this Mariner legend and second-generation player missed the game. Tyler. Ooh, who was first? I believe it was Rocco. Oh, Rocco. Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey Jr. is correct. Uh, he missed the game when his protective cup slipped and pinched his testes. That has <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Never gets old. All right, $400. Oh. This six-time Pro Bowl wide receiver and inside the NFL personality has a lot of non-football-related injuries, including cutting himself by breaking... Rocco. Rocco. Oh, uh, uh, oh I can't say it. Uh, from the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Ah. 
Collinsworth. Collinsworth. No, 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 no. All right, Tyler, I'll repeat the question. Tyler. Oh, you know it. All right, Tyler. Well, I'm going to use the lifeline. Okay, I can I can't repeat the whole question, but uh, Eddie, do you know the answer? Or, or who do you want to use? You don't you don't have to use Eddie. You can use yeah. uh, Danny or Coop or. I'll, I'll use Eddie. All right, I like Eddie. Eddie, this six-time Pro Bowl wide receiver and inside the NFL personality has a lot of non-football related injuries, including cutting himself, and then I had to stop. Uh, is it Brandon Marshall? You want to go with that, Tyler? Sure. Yeah, Brandon Marshall. Right, thanks for your confidence in me, Tyler. He didn't think, <laughs> didn't think you were right. $400 for you. Let's keep it going for $600 on Balderdash. After a loss in Game 2 of the Eastern Conference semifinals, this former Knickerbocker would punch a fire extinguisher case and would have to get stitches. Tyler. Tyler. Uh, it's not Carmelo? I don't remember. Carmelo. No. Yeah. All right, Rocco. You're from New York, right, Rocco, or the New York area? Is that right? Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, you hide it very well. Uh, after a loss in Game 2 of the Eastern Conference semifinals, this former Knickerbocker would punch a fire extinguisher case and would have to get stitches. His team would go on to lose the series against, I believe they're playing Miami. But, uh, any, you got anything, Rocco, or you want to pass? No. All right. Pass. All right. Um, Mari Stoudemire. Mark uh, Stoudemire was yeah. the guy we were looking for. Yeah. All right, strange injuries uh, for 800. One more real quick. This Indians pitcher was forced out of his scheduled ALCS Game 2 start in last year's playoffs after oh. slicing his pinky, yeah. fixing a drone. Tyler. Tyler. Uh, Trevor. Uh, crap. I don't think there's a pitcher <laughs> named Ah Crap in the big leagues, but there have been some <laughs> that have done that. You want to give it another shot? Come on, you're. You might almost uh, be there. He went to UCLA, too. Damn it. Uh, Trevor. Oof. Uh, all right, uh, all right. Uh, now, Trevor Bauer was who we were looking for. Yeah. Koopa Loop, what is the score, Koopa Loop? What do we got here? Do we have enough for final? We do not. We have Tyler uh, with 1,000 and Rocco with minus 200. All right. R- Rocco, we like you. You can call for the rest of the show. You don't have to just call for the games, Rocco. Minus 200. Yeah. How did I get that? Because well, you got minus points when you get it wrong, Rocco. Oh, forget about it. Okay, nah, no problem. Thank uh, you guys uh, very there much. There you go. And uh, Tyler, you said you would win. You did. You're a winner. Tyler. <laughs> I got a golden ticket. Everything's good in your life right now. That's wonderful. The man All right, and Tyler will be back again next week. Cowboys Corner and Dick in Dayton. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. Follow our exclusive Reddit page. Find our subreddit, Ben Maller Show, and be a part of our revamping post stories and message other P1s. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's the General of Degenerates, Ben Maller. And we say hello to Dick in Dayton, who's on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Dick. Hi, Ben. How top, are you doing, buddy? Top of the morning. If I was any better, I'd be a Red. The Cincinnati yeah. Reds are on fire. Yeah, they are. It's great, Ben. It's great. When's it going to end, Dick? When's it going to end? When's it going to end? When's yeah. it going to end? Yeah, I but, just repeated uh, what I said. Yeah, I, I got you. All right, listen. So uh, now, Dick and Dayton, <laughs> the, the, the NBA playoffs begin this weekend. The Cleveland Cavaliers are going to finish the playoffs as blank. Champs. Champions! Dick and yes. Dayton. Coop, put, put that on the Twitter feed, Coop. Dick and Dayton calling a shot. The Cavaliers will win the championship, according to Dick and Dayton. Shocking pick, Dick. Yeah. That's a good one. I like that. 
What's going on with you? Everything good with the Kettering Banjo Society? Everything all right there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just was calling, you know, uh, I turned a year older today. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah, well, thank you, buddy. Uh, do we have any birthday sound effects we can play for you? Uh, that's, that's Happy very birthday, you old man. Yeah, happy birthday, you old man, to uh, well, That's friend. good. Yeah. What did you do to celebrate? Where did you go? What big meal did you have to celebrate your birthday? Well, I'm going to go Tuesday with my friend. We'll probably go to the Cracker Barrel. Yeah. Happy, happy birthday, you old man. Some good eating at the Cracker Barrel. I, there's one in Vegas now, Dick, and I, I've never been to the Cracker Barrel, but I tried to go to the one in Vegas. Not kidding. Two and a That's half hour. Great. Two and a half That's hour great. wait. Two and a half it's, hour. It's good, Ben. Is it worth they the two and a half hours? crackers. I've, I haven't been to the one in Vegas, but I, on a road trip across country, I stopped yeah. at the Cracker Barrel a couple of times. It's a, it's nice uh, yeah. nice home cooking. I'm more of a Waffle House guy. That's, that's yeah. how I roll. Well, I yeah. thought I'd check in this All right. morning. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. There he goes, uh, Dick and Dayton. Uh, Cowboy, you're out, unfortunately, due to time constraints. Uh, it just happens that way. Uh, have a wonderful weekend. Clay Travis is warming up. Outkick the coverage right now. Fox Sports Radio's bullpen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.